0: wednesday at nine it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe and now here they are matt christensen and blonde hello and welcome to the show it is the call-in show the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy hello sneezy blonde you're gonna hold it in
1: oh, i got it in all right Just jammed it in there <laughs> got it Just in. right in my brain <laughs>
0: Solid start tonight. And man, I've had me a day. Let me tell you. So I fully anticipate that people are going to call in tonight telling me how to run my show and telling me how to parent my child and telling me that Tremors and Groundhog Day. is the greatest pair of movies ever made. That's the kind of day that I'm having. I've prepared myself mentally for exactly that coming up. No, I'm sure it'll be good. Every other time I've had a rough time streaming and, uh, chatting with friends has always made me feel better so I look forward to it night uh, tonight be kind to me I need it I need I need a relaxation uh, uh, something to relax with rather than something to stress out about so my god yeah. and uh, you know watching Joe Biden talk with Vladimir Putin doesn't make you feel calm about the, our prospects of the state survival of the world yeah <laughs> so our pets heads are falling off you know just everything <laughs> is going haywire right now anyway. Uh, you guys know how the call-in show works. If you don't, if you're new to the show, there are instructions for how to participate in the description of the YouTube stream. Um, and uh, if you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, of course, you can send us an email question as well. The one and only place to do that is through the contact page of my website, mattchristensenmedia.com contact send in your question there we will answer those in the last half hour of the show plus we'll get to your super chats uh, every half hour as well youtube tippy stream trovo and d live other than that you ready for calls
1: no i'm in a mood
0: are we both someone's going to have to help the other one tonight if we're both in a rough spot
1: yeah yeah it's it's hmm. it's my gavin interview i'm i'm upset
0: do you do you want to explain first or <gasps>
1: Well, okay, so I'm getting like I'm getting a lot of comments on my Gavin interview, and I think people are right about some things. I didn't push back appropriately when we talked about uh, a certain number of things, but Mm. I was so bummed out. He answered his phone twice during the interview.
0: You should have called him out on the spot.
1: Well, I was just so stunned. Listen here,
0: you son of a bitch. Not on my show.
1: Oh, what am I supposed to do? And so I was just like. i was not prepared for this situation and so i'm just like talking to the, you know when it's you and i and like you have to do something our live chat is pretty communicative but um and something like that you know i'm demonetized and so my live chat there weren't that many people you're they just deer in the questions headlights and there were yeah. no super chats because I, yeah. I can't take donations and so i was just like i don't even know mm. what to do
0: i guess you'll have to have a backup plan in case that happens again at some point i some will fallback. not
1: I will not prepare for that situation. I know
0: that's well, that's a crappy thing to do, but uh, you could do what I do, which is um, just have the uh, the old Jeopardy music on standby in case you need to
1: deploy that. It would have been okay if I had super chats. I would I would answer some questions and blah, 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 blah. But I was just like.
0: Well, I haven't been able to listen, so I will do that either later tonight or tomorrow and uh, report back. But I don't know. I, I I'm generally a big fan of Gavin, so I can't imagine it went so too poorly. So
1: he was fun. It was funny. Yeah, I'm, it sure, was a, I'm sure. It was, it was good. Fun. I'm glad we did it.
0: All right, uh, Juggernaut is up first. Juggernaut, you there? Howdy. What's on your mind?
2: I don't. I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? You want to talk <laughs>
0: about COVID psychosis
2: or the email question I sent in?
0: oh you sent an
1: email question you're
0: you're a double dipper
1: yeah you can't do that man
0: you got to take your pick do you want this question or the email question
2: all right email question it is then okay uh you guys have you guys ever thought about watching uh cringy movies Mm. that neither of you have seen you know to change it up
0: well we'll definitely have to change it up later on i don't want to change it up just yet because i don't think that we've I want to get through most of kind of Blonde's picks and then we'll then we'll maybe think about some ways to change it. But I don't I don't know. I mean, I love cringe, but I can't speak for Blonde. I don't know if Blonde wants to watch cringe. I don't.
1: I hmm. really
2: don't know. Oh, no surprise cringe of the month or something.
0: Oh, I I love absolutely trash cringe movies. The worst one I saw recently, as I've referenced, is Cuck. And it's among the, the worst movies I've ever seen. It actually, it, it probably out-cringed me. I, I could barely finish the movie. And if anyone's seen it, you know why. And if you haven't seen it, don't. Have Wouldn't you seen that for one? an
2: entertaining little bit. I have not.
0: Or are you a fan of cringe?
2: Uh, Not really, but I totally oh. watch it. Okay. For for funsies.
0: Well, if you watch it, and you if you like cringe, you watch it, you email me and tell me what you thought of that movie.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, but yeah, to answer your question, we we may change it up down the line. It's just uh, not at the time being. But I would like to get some system in place where Blonde is, uh, one, watching movies that are new to her, and two, some avenue for Blonde to hate on things, because we need to open that up.
1: I do. I, I don't have enough hate in my life. Hmm. More
2: hate. Do you, mind, do you mind if I get the gist of COVID psychosis in real quick?
1: Sure. It's jamming in there. Uh, it's jamming basically,
2: it's, it's a way to count suicides as COVID deaths.
0: You think they're doing that? Shut up,
2: Doug. Yeah, well, I think they are, yeah.
0: I. I mean, I have no doubt that there are a lot of deaths that are not strictly coronavirus deaths that have been counted as that, but that, to me, seems like the hardest to pull off. If you're talking about somebody who has terminal cancer or somebody who has um, diabetes or somebody who's very otherwise ill, you can kind of get away with that. But if you're talking about just a, an abrupt event, like the guy shot himself or the guy hanged himself, it's really hard to call that a coronavirus death and get away with it. Cause usually even the family will be like, ah, uh, what? Uh, yeah. no. And there have been yeah. some cases of yeah. that. Do you, do you, oh, well. why do you, um, do you, Do you have specific stories that make you think that or are you just theorizing in general?
2: Oh, apparently I have an uh, my uncle's uncle suffered from covid psychosis and that's why he committed suicide.
0: Oh, oh, that's okay. I did not even take it that way. That's what you mean. Like he the circumstances of coronavirus caused his suicide is what you're saying. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you saying he was afraid of the virus or are you saying it was some other effect like job loss or something like that?
2: don't have enough information i'm pretty sure all i all i know is that i guess he tested positive for covid and then he killed himself like the next day oh
0: what my god well i'm sorry to hear that Mm. uh wow and did he have any sort of predisposition to that had he is this something he had talked about before or thought about before
2: oh i don't i don't know i Mm. don't know him that well he's uh lives out of state
0: so uh Mm. But yeah, just I wonder when I
2: heard about it, I was like, oh, I got to bring this up one of these days.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard a lot of that. So that's new to me. But I wonder how common that sort of circumstance is.
2: OK, well, hmm. you can let
0: me know go now. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: OK. Next up is Michigan Expat. Mr. Expat, you there?
4: Good evening, Matt. Hello, sir. Hello. And good evening, Officer Sybil Bennett from uh, Silent Hill. I mean, I mean, uh, Brahms, the next town over. What? Matt, you, you, you play playing uh, Silent Hill on the original PlayStation?
0: No, no, you're a okay. little over my head on that one. I can kind okay. of guess what you mean, but uh, no, okay. I was never into the slime games. That's,
4: that's, that's, Officer that's what? Officer. Officer Sybil, Officer Sybil Bennett. Yeah, uh, Bond, you, you want to go, go on record of what you think of uh, female police officers again?
1: What? Why why would I don't look anything like this short haired dyke? What's going on?
4: <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. No, anyway, I um let me offer again, let me offer you some value before I go ahead and launching into my questions. Um for anyone thinking of like, you know, prepper survivalist kind of topics, um, I like to recommend some authors. Let's see. Daisy Luther, Daisy as in the flower, Luther as in like you know, Martin Luther. She uh, she has some books on some really basic stuff. She has this really good book, The Prepper's Water Survival Guide. Um, you know, water, water filtration, water purification—obviously a very important thing to know for a, you know, basic survival situation. Um, you can look up the rest of her uh, bookography on uh, Amazon or again, like a books like I recommended. Otherwise, another author, author uh, Jim Cobb, J I M C O B B Cobb. Uh, he has a good book called Prepper's Arm Self Defense, or excuse me, Prepper's Arm Defense. Um, about a number of, of uh, self-defense uh, implements. Otherwise, let's see. He also has a really good book, uh, The Prepper's Communication Handbook. Mostly about like ham radios, stuff like that. Um, sure. Again, Jim Cobb, C-O-B-B. You can look him up on uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, A-Books, et etc. And if you want to talk about community building or mags or mutual assistance groups, hmm. there's this great book by Charlie Hogwood. You want to talk? You want to talk about? Uh, yeah, just search Charlie Hogwood, Mags, the people part of prepping. You can talk about like building community or like building your team for when you want to survive, you know, societal collapse, whatever. Good book. Oh yeah, another another good author. We, we gotta Seltzer. we gotta wrap
0: up the book recommendations uh, and get to the call.
4: Anyway, okay, so yeah. Um let's see here. I can uh if you feel like uh playing therapist, I can talk about uh my last few face diaper altercations or non-face diaper altercations. <laughs> Otherwise, we can talk about uh, you know I'm like uh, hovering around making my first firearm purchase.
0: Let's uh, let's or... talk masks. What do you got?
4: Okay, so yeah, um, dude, it's like the rivalries, man. The rivalries still exist. It's like I swear to crap. I met the. I mean, I ran into the world's only two unmasked male feminist allies the other day. I mean, I'm at the post office. You know, I've been I've been you know shipping stuff out, you know, selling stuff on eBay for like the past, I don't know, 16 years or so. And, you know, the postal worker, postal workers, you know, I mean, I've been going to the same post office for like the past seven years, whatever. Um, You know, they're acting like, you know, they don't know how to do their job or whatever. They just, you know, hate doing their job or they just hate me or whatever. you know, trying to take a three dollars package and trying to turn it into a, you know, $20 to $15 package, whatever, you know, to send it out. And, you know, I kind of call them onto it, you know, I call them out on it, you know, you know you're trying to fleece me you know you hate you just hate doing your job or you just hate me or you know what, what's your problem and uh but you know they they eventually just you know take care of it you know after i call them out on it but uh as i'm leaving the post office so these couple of guys in behind and behind the line in me you know they're you know not wearing face diapers so you know i'm like okay you know these are these are my peeps you know i'm gonna i'm gonna give them a friendly uh, nod on the way out the door and uh you know the one guy says uh I forget what he says. He says, you know, you're a jerk to women or you're a misogynist or, you know, whatever. And I'm like, eh, excuse me, what, what did you say? And, you know, he repeats himself and then he goes in this diatribe and I'm just like, excuse me, but, uh, just because the postal office, well, you know, the postal officer worker, you know, was female obviously, but, uh, I'm like, uh, you know, just because, uh, you know, someone doesn't feel like doing their job, you know, just because a woman doesn't feel like doing their job doesn't make me a misogynist. and. uh
0: well, what what, what did you I say said, to prompt that? Why did he say that?
4: I don't I don't, I don't know. Like like I said, when I, when I was talking to the postal worker and she was like, you know, trying to like, again, trying to take a 350 package, you know, first class, whatever, trying to turn it into a 12, $15, you know, priority hmm. mail package, whatever. She was know. really
0: upselling you.
4: Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, um, I mean, same postal worker I've been talking to for like the past seven years or whatever, all of a, all of a sudden decides, you know, she hates her job or whatever. And, um, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I'm, Wait, I'm, I'm so, amazed. You know, over the pa- over the past year, I, I'm amazed. I haven't had problems with the post office up, up until now. Well, but how was yeah, this resolved?
0: I mean, what happened with the, the confrontation?
4: Just, uh, I mean, I mean these these guys. You know, and we,
0: co- you know. Well, I, yeah, and my other I question is, what was the mask connection? Are they are they wearing masks? Not wearing masks? No, what they were the... un-
4: they were they were unmasked. They were unmasked. So you know, I, I, oh, I gave, are masks I still a, I required
0: a... in post offices? I, I don't know, no, but they, I don't they wear them him. in mine. Yeah, but maybe they, some... they they
4: they, they, were, they weren't wearing them, and neither was I. But uh, oh. but yeah, some some some, some of the, some of the other people were. But I mean, like the two guys I nod at, you know, I give them a friendly nod. They all of a sudden decide they want to, you know, start a confrontation because right. I don't know why. But uh, <laughs>
5: okay.
4: all right, just, well... yeah, man, it's just yeah, man, it's just the the rivalries between you know masked and yeah. non-masked. I mean, they still effing. Exist because I swear the Although one. Although their
0: numbers are running low, but we we gotta yeah. we gotta move on. I'll give you a quick last word if you want it.
4: But yeah, it's just yeah the the one guy. I swear to crap, he was from a previous altercation. So you know that's why I'm like, uh, get ready for a post yeah. office
0: throwdown. You're gonna have to uh, yeah yeah it's you're just, gonna have I mean, to uh, just,
4: you're
0: gonna have to fight back him, one man. of these days. We'll see. All right, um yeah. thank you, man. Appreciate it.
4: Yeah. Take care, man. Take care.
0: Okay. Viking Jesus is up next. You okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're giving me a look. Um, all right. Uh, Viking Jesus you there? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Doing all right. Uh, as I recall last we spoke, you were on the cusp of escaping Portland. Is that, was that correct?
1: I remember. Uh,
6: yes, actually we did. And, uh, uh, We managed to get the hell out of Portland, and we had kind of a close call because uh, we were uh, going back to get a a second load of uh, stuff to bring to the new house. And when we came back up over the mountain, we were uh, uh, driving on one of the winding roads out through the country, and a uh, tree fell on my truck.
3: Oh.
0: (sighs) Wow. Uh, So if if Black Lives Matter doesn't get it, the tree is going to get it, huh? (laughs)
6: <laughs> something oh, but.
0: how bad was the damage I
6: mean, for, fortunately the uh fortunately the only damage uh, really to the truck is it shattered the windshield uh, okay
0: well i mean like definitely could be a lot worse than that
6: yeah I mean, by the way are you running your, of all of us but, are
0: you running uh, your stream in the background or i just have some sort oh, of audio yes. feedback i don't Sorry. know but if you can if you can pause that that'd be great thank you
6: <laughs> yeah i got it but uh Yes, I mean that was that was kind of our adventure over uh, that was over Memorial Day weekend, but mm. um, blonde, I got a question yes. for you. I was uh, uh, I was actually wondering um, because it's kind of relevant to to this area. What is your take on uh, the Greater Idaho movement?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I mean, um, do I want more people? that i have to deal with in northern idaho i don't know it it cuts out some parts of oregon that i'm a little worried about so there's that i i don't know i mean is it going to help me i don't know i like the idea we need to be moving in this direction but uh for me personally i i'm not super jazzed about the greater idaho project because i don't think there are really strength in numbers anymore Mm. and I'm like, uh, I want to be protective over this region and we're going to have to deal with all sorts of, like, Oregon local politics to do this. Why? Everyone's like, but but everybody in eastern no. Washington and these sections of Oregon are conservative. I'm like, no, they're not. I think it includes Ashland, Oregon. I don't want anybody from Ashland, Oregon.
0: Yeah, I think, it, like, Medford down in there, it's it's cut out. Yeah, but I think those places, that. like, eastern, you got a lot of friends in eastern Oregon. I'll tell you that much, for sure.
1: And, West, and eastern <coughs> Washington, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, I like, enough people that it's worth... Aggregating and having to deal with all of this, you know, interstate government nonsense. It doesn't seem worth it to me, but I like the idea that we we should be moving in this direction.
0: Is there? A, do you know much about it? Is there a reason that they want to join Idaho as opposed to just become their own separate? Uh, I don't know, new Oregon state.
6: Well so there there was uh, uh there has been a movement since it's actually been around since the 40s uh, for eastern Oregon um, southern eastern Oregon and parts of eastern Washington to break off and become a state of Jefferson
0: that's right yeah.
6: Um, but that yeah that hasn't that hasn't gained as much steam as as the greater Idaho movement has currently Um All things considered, I'd I'd kind of prefer the state of Jefferson myself, but, I mean, either one has a snowball's chance in hell of actually happening.
1: Uh, Uh Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: I'm unfamiliar with the actual process. I know a lot of counties in Oregon have voted to do this, but what has to happen? Does the state of Oregon have to say, yes, you may go, or how is this resolved?
6: Yeah. So first it'd have to get past the Oregon legislature. And then okay. after that, it'd have to go to, uh, go, go through, uh, the federal, uh, legislature. And oh, so uh,
0: that's why you say snowball. That's states. not going to happen yeah. either. So, <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, <laughs> grab the muskets boy is how this is going to happen. Uh, de- defensively Susan, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, but, uh, thank uh, anyway, the last word. It's been, uh, yeah. Go for it.
6: Yeah um blonde it's been a couple of weeks now it's been three or four weeks now i think but uh did you ever thought putting uh, just a little bit of uh curry in your meatloaf
1: wow that is uh sacrilege you get out of here you get <laughs> that's outta way outta here too with ethnic <laughs>
0: what the hell are you talking about
1: i know are you trying to pajeet up my american recipe is that what's happening here <laughs> fucking curry get out of yeah. here man
0: Alright, thank you man And all the best um, uh, Congrats on the move And, and all the best uh, In your truck repairs Yeah Sorry to hear it
7: Alright
0: Thanks Have a have good night
7: Thanks
1: Nobody okay. has ever deserved To have their truck destroyed By a tree so much Well
0: uh, I Are you a uh, A hater of curry in general Or just You don't no. want to
1: It's It's meatloaf All American It's like almost as American As apple pie and he's I like, oh, um, put this this very distinctive Indian spice in it. Why? Why would I do that? Why would I do that?
0: I don't have any hatred for curry. In fact, I like a lot of curries. But so uh, I. I the, love the California apartment that I had for two years uh, smelled perpetually of curry because I lived among people who I never spoke to because we didn't share a language. And all they did was cook curry all day. And all I did was play Xbox and smell their curry. Do you curry.
1: associate Xbox with curry now? <laughs>
0: I definitely associate that apartment with uh, the smell of curry. Yeah, the smell of the eastern shore of the San Francisco Bay and all of uh, the scent you can imagine that has, plus the dense scent of um, uh, Indian neighbors. Some kind of,
1: I know, I know, neighbors you from know, that part
0: of the world cooking curry.
1: I love Indian food. I love ethnic food. You know what I hate? Fucking fusion. No fusion food should exist except for beaten basil in North Idaho. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But why? Why would you want to fuse different cultures of food together? Well, keep them, keep either you're going to have <laughs> to
0: Either you're going to have to have the Uzbek uh, <laughs> rice and meat truck <laughs> yeah. to get to get that. Or you're going to have to have fusion. Take your pick or you're not going to get any of it.
1: Um, no, I want white hipsters. To make my ethnic food better than the people of those actual ethnicities.
0: Remember when they got shamed for doing that in Portland, though, like the the Mexican food truck run by two white chicks.
1: Yeah, they like yeah. moved to a small town in Mexico to learn how to make tortillas. That's I bet right. their burritos were delicious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I want white yeah. people to do these things better, and then we don't <laughs> have to let any of these people in our country.
0: Well, that's, this is a that... big
1: brain take, Skag.
0: We have to. We have to send. People to internships in other countries to learn their culinary ways. They can Zoom. Yeah, we could we could probably invent our own cooking. Yeah. Anyway, Initial D up next. Initial D, you there? I am indeed. How y'all doing tonight?
1: Are you an advocate of our food segregation proposal 2024? (laughs)
8: Hmm. Well, it involves the word segregation, so I'm down.
0: Mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. What's on your mind, man?
8: All right. So I guess I just have two different topics, and I'm kind of like mulling over and want to hear y'all's thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one, this one's kind of dry. I apologize. Uh, I don't think that case precedent should matter at all for Supreme Court.
3: Mm -hmm.
8: And then two, should everyone have the right to vote?
1: Oh, man. I have opinions about both these things. Skag, do you want to
0: i geez. could i could take either um vote
1: uh, maybe we
0: um, we'll probably be on the same page i bet all three of us are on the same page of both of these questions though yeah so. i
8: bet so too. yeah I, I think so so it could be a boring one but i don't know we've so talked we talked
0: on? voting quite a bit that's been a recurring theme of of
1: okay who, case so precedent
0: let's talk a little bit of supreme court precedent
8: okay so again i'm not a legal mind so mm-hmm. the m- more so the reason i want to discuss this um is hopefully so that someone who is a legal mind can set me straight on this. Um, So I know know the point of case case precedent for the most part, but for the Supreme Court, I don't think it should matter. Because for the Supreme Court, a Supreme Court judge, is interpreting the Constitution. They're not Mm -hmm. interpreting what someone else thinks of the Constitution. That's just it. They're interpreting that piece of paper and nothing else. So I don't see why precedent should matter at all whatsoever.
1: I I mean, uh, I don't know that uh, any individual case should should be that much of a precedent. It's it's, okay. I I understand what you're saying, but the question that we need to, we need to zoom back and think about the Supreme court and their role at all. Should any uh, group of people be able to make decisions about constitutional values or existing law?
0: Uh, yeah, well, yes, I agree. And I, I believe in the fundamental role of the Supreme court. Although I think Why? it's probably been bastardized a little bit as far as its say over say state and local law that kind of stuff, but in, in terms, terms of, of the, having a a third branch of government to um, to interpret the law, I think that is necessary.
1: That's not what they do, though.
0: Right, but I'm saying in its constitutional role, I think it's necessary. I think it's mm. I think it's been expanded in a way that's probably harmful. <clears throat>
1: um, but I mean the, the the language of the Constitution is so deliberate. That I think is just an opportunity for them to uh, to create to create law to create uh, yeah, that's their all they own. Do. But that is all they do. So are, well, not are they all serving they do, their but A lot,
0: I guess. I, sh- I shouldn't overspeak, speak, but it's a lot of what they do.
1: Do you think that we would be better off based on uh, the existing words of the Constitution without the value added by the Supreme Court's interpretation?
0: I don't think that they've added much value at all. In fact, I think the the most disastrous decisions they've made are the decisions where they've invented law out of thin air, see Roe v. Wade and others. Um, Right. Well, they do that
1: with case precedent too.
0: Well, and that's, that's the problem because the only pushback that I would have against what initial D is saying (coughs) is that if precedent matters, none, some of these fights for control, partisan control of the court might intensify because you could bring, you could just get your guy on the court, bring the case back and flip it the next time. There's the whole other side of that though, that you're, I would assume you're arguing uh your your position is is arguing uh initial D, which is that uh yeah, but if the if the case was wrongly decided, then it should be flipped. And and I agree. Like it should yeah. should Roe v. Wade count just because it's been a, a so called valid decision for what, uh, fifty years now? Forty and change? No, mm-hmm. it's garbage. It's made up out of thin air, it's nonsense. The fact that it was decided by nine crazy people fifty years ago
1: exactly, yeah. Doesn't matter. And if- if case president isn't taken to account into account at all, then there is going to be a lot of um, reinventing the wheel and yeah, probably wasting the, resources.
0: But the court still has discretion on which cases it will take, too. So if they which like is a kind certain... of a
1: problem still, too, I don't know how else they could do it. But, uh, you know, they exhibit their bias yeah. in in case selection all the time.
0: I wonder if maybe that power should be. Reformed should should someone else decide the cases that the court takes? What do you think about that, Initial D?
8: Uh, hmm. That's a good question because the Supreme Court does kind of pick and choose which cases to and not to take, and that always which is kind of, of like, a decision kind of in of and
0: of itself, like yeah, deciding absolutely. which precedents stand. To your point,
8: yeah, I never thought about that. I, I never considered that. Like, yeah, they do get to choose which cases to even go over.
1: What if hmm. landowning white males had a selection process? the cases well
8: now now we're getting into who should be able to vote territory which i mean i'm all for but
0: i'll give you a last word on the topic (laughs) real quick if you want
8: i i can't say i have much i all so i understand like i was saying (sighs) someone in the comments said that precedent should matter somewhat and i just i am not convinced of that because precedent for the most part in any other case makes sense when you're building on top of something else Yeah. yeah but for supreme court specifically you are interpreting that piece of paper and nothing else, nothing else should matter.
0: Yeah. So. The constitution is the precedent essentially is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. That's right. it. So
8: that that's why I don't think it should matter at all. Yeah. So I, again, I just kind of, I kind of want to have a legal mind that maybe could explain to me why it should matter. And
0: yeah. Well, and, and, and so. but, but I don't know that you should sometimes granted. I want to, I want to pick the brains of people with legal expertise too, but sometimes these, this sort of question that you're talking about should be very simple in the way that you're talking, uh, in the way that you're talking about. I agree. You don't necessarily, you shouldn't have to have a three year Harvard degree to be able to say the constitution exactly. is the Supreme law of the land period. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely.
8: Yeah it's, yeah. it's like the words shall not be infringed. How hard is that to interpret? Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. All right. Thanks guys. Y'all. Yeah. Thanks Y'all for a the great answer. night.
0: You as well.
1: <sighs> okay.
0: God. We do you want to take an early break or you want to take one more call?
1: I'll take one more call. Okay.
0: El is up next. Elvaquero, you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you doing? We are eh. well. Well, I, I I'm better. I'm better than I was at the start of the stream. I'm starting to cheer up. So that's good.
7: So did you did you want me to call in and, and tell you how you're supposed to run your show or
0: that's the first part. And then the next part is how to how to parent my kid. And then the next part is that Groundhog Day is the greatest movie ever made.
7: Well, did you did you want uh, more COVID tinfoil, or did you want uh, gardening as a prep?
0: Ah, uh, I know you've been digging Ooh. deep into the coronavirus stuff, so I'm yeah,
1: we, we got to take some of that.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm fascinated with the stuff you've been learning, so let us know.
7: So there's a guy, and and I just like right before the show started confirmed that it's, it's true. Um, what's his name? Yusan Show, who has been doing research. He's out of some Beijing institute, but he's also affiliated with American universities. He's taken National Institute for Health funding. He supposedly did some research that was uh, genetic man- manipulation of coronaviruses with three other NIH grants. Uh, I haven't been able to find those studies, but here's another interesting thing with this guy is that in February of 2020, he applied for a patent for a SARS-CoV-2 vaccine. So like just when everybody in the U.S. was figuring out that this virus even existed, he was already applying for a patent for
0: a a vaccine. Do we know what came of that vaccine or that whatever his plans were?
7: Well, here's where it gets tinfoily, because I have no idea. I haven't been able to confirm. I haven't been able to see the vaccine patent, and even if I did, it'd probably be in Chinese anyways. Hmm. But uh, three months later, he was dead, and I actually did go back and confirm in one of the papers that he was an author on. It says deceased right next to his name, and we we don't know how he died.
0: Wait, this guy... Back up a little bit. This guy's Chinese-American? Who is he? Yes, Chinese. Who's Chinese. Chinese. Okay.
7: Affiliated with Beijing, but taking NIH money. Applying
0: for a patent with whom? The Chinese government? The the U.S. I, government? I assume so. Oh.
7: Well, and, and here's hmm. the other thing, because I did go back and read some of his research. It looks like he was actually on track to create a safe and broadly effective... Uh, vaccine for MERS, and that would have been the first proven safe uh, coronavirus vaccine that there is. Because in the past, they didn't—they don't even get out of animal testing because they give them the vaccine, then they challenge them with the virus, and it's just like poof, dead.
3: Yeah.
7: Um, but I mean, it's—it's it's just like so. How did this happen? And then you look at at uh, like I said, like I brought up last week with the U.S. aid. If U.S. aid is there, visible the CIA is probably in the shadows. So that makes me really tinfoily with this. I mean, you have the guy who probably could actually make a safe vaccine for a coronavirus. I mean, he did fantastic work and he was very thorough and he's dead. And it's like, I'm really starting to believe intentional release was a thing.
0: Maybe we're headed that way, man. Uh, I'm sure you're going to prove it with how, how deep you dig into these.
7: Seriously. Yeah, it's it's just like like I say, I mean, the dude had a a vaccine patent in February of 2020. I mean, that's well, that also tells you that the Chinese knew exactly what was going on. um,
0: Right. I mean, when I when I hear that, there are two ways to interpret that. One is that he's just very, very good at his vaccine development and it was all honest and above the board. The other is that he was a part of the development so deeply that he already had the vaccine in his back pocket because of the engineering of the virus in the first place.
7: Well, that that could could have been, but the other thing is 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 um like when I was looking at his other research, he was he was testing, you know, how does this antibody dependent enhancement that I emailed you about. Oh yeah. How does this actually work? And I found some fantastic research with him that actually taught me a little bit more about how viruses work. But um yeah well, so do you, this, do you
0: think this guy was an honest actor or do you think he was in on a scheme
7: well he he had ties with some infectious disease institute in Beijing, and he also apparently and i again I haven't been able to to find extra confirmation, but apparently had links to the People's Liberation Army of China so hmm. um <laughs> the research that he put up was that I've read was above board and it was done superbly. Hmm. I will say that. What was he doing behind the scenes? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I guess it could be true. I mean, you could be excellent at your job and also deployed for nefarious purposes by the powers that be, you know?
7: Yeah. And, you know, hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just more and more saying somebody wanted to release this. And I, I don't think it was necessarily the Chinese government, although I think they could have been
0: in on it. Hmm. It was uh, the the switch was flipped as soon as the Mueller report came out. And they're like, all yeah, right, really? We yeah. have this one. We have this one ready to go. Hit it, boys. Let's cook up the virus. It
1: pisses me yeah. off so much that that they are going to release something like this. And then it's incumbent on all of us to make sure that it doesn't spread despite being highly virulent. Like, go fuck yourselves. I'm not doing any of this stuff anymore. Wear a mask. Hmm. Destroy your social life.
7: Hmm. Masks don't work.
1: And they don't work anyway. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't work. There's there's three studies on that. There's the Dutch study. There was a study that looked at the Black Lives Matter riots last year. Oh, and yeah. there was another study that, that uh, used a bunch of Marines in boot camp as guinea pigs. And all uh, three yeah. of them were like, yeah, this doesn't work.
0: Oh, I don't know if I've seen. Uh, if you have those handy, send them my way. Because I've, as far as tests on coronavirus specifically, I was only aware of the Danish study. But I'd like to see those. If uh, you have them.
7: Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll go dig them up. I need to
7: have them bookmarked anyways for right. when I'm arguing with retards online. <laughs> well,
0: thank you, man. I'm sure you do it well. And I appreciate your insights.
7: You're welcome. And it's probably about time for you guys to get on a break. So I'll get yeah. out of your hair. And, thank uh, you, man.
0: Have a good have night. Have
7: fun and, and run your show better, right? <laughs> <laughs> get
0: out. Watch Tremors again and have the right opinion <laughs> next time. All right. See you, man. See you. All right, uh, we are definitely due for a break. So let's see what we got. Are you good on YouTube? No. Okay, I can, I can load up a uh, tippy stream here. Geneٰ the Redneck Gene, Gene, Gene. Ram says, Dang you, Matt, I finally managed to actually order some ammo from Phoenix tonight, and I was so worried about selling it. or uh, bef- I was so worried about it selling out before I completed the order that I forgot to use your code. I blame you for this. How dare you? Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know about Phoenix specifically, but I am seeing, uh, the ammo market, at least around here, recover just a little bit. I'm seeing boxes of nine mil on the shelves, one available, but two at prices closer to what, you know, the good old days of say like 2018, 2019. So you know, definitely take that time to use promo code MC Listener over at Phoenix Ammo when you check out. But
1: <laughs> that was nice. You just, see, you slid it right in there. But you I gotta stop saying that; it's gonna get clipped out.
0: I'm, I, either yeah, you've had a lot of those tonight. You gotta be careful. I've
1: been saying just, jam it right in there. Just
0: jam it in. Just, just shove it in. Just slide in. it in. Clip them all out. All right. Um, congrats on your ammo purchase. And thank you. Phil says some jogging enthusiasts attempted to kill some white men in two different States over two, a two day span. So of course, uh, he wounds a couple, but thankfully they will survive. How long are we going to pretend that sharing a (laughs) cut? How long are we going to pretend that those coexist bumper stickers are accurate? How about that?
1: (laughs) Can I, oh, for real,
0: uh, I I did. I haven't looked into the the one that I'm aware of that I assume you're referencing is in Georgia. There was a a black uh, shooter or uh, attempted killer, I guess, going around saying, I'm trying to kill white men. Yeah. He he said it straight up. And, um, you know, that that doesn't get covered in the same way that, say, a guy who shoots up an Asian spa but doesn't have a specifically anti-Asian motive is made into a racist incident. Now, I'm not saying one is better or worse. They're people trying to kill other people is bad. It is better um, or
1: worse. I know a thing or two about this. Okay, so you know how I got obsessed with that show, I Shouldn't Be Alive.
0: mm -hmm.
1: I've moved on to this show called I Survived. And in that show, they talk about people that have also survived crimes. Yeah. And so they'll talk about the crime and blah, 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 blah. blah. And I have figured out that with like 90% accuracy, just based on the trajectory of the crime, I can tell the race of the perpetrator. (laughs) I can. Every time I'm like, I can tell based on X, Y, and Z that this was a black guy. I can tell based on X, Y, Z that this was an idiot Mexican and I'm almost wow. always correct. Well, if you know it's domestic, that gives you a lot of information, but <laughs> it does.
0: I, I don't doubt that there's you're probably pretty good at this prediction game. I don't doubt it. But uh,
1: anybody in the live chat, if you watch, I survived.
0: Where can I watch it? Where is it? Where do you uh, where you, do you can
1: use it? my Amazon account because I bought an entire season.
0: Oh, you have to pay for it, but you, you bought the whole thing. All right.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Thank you, Phil. Well, let's check it on YouTube. Dang, we're already um, almost behind. So let's be quick. I'm yeah. Don too John.
1: Much. I bet Matt feels ripped off now. He could have got a sweet discount on those sunglasses if he picked them up today.
0: <laughs> no. Uh those as I said, those are a collector's item. I was I was on this San Francisco theft stuff, I was joking. I own a pair of aviators that were legally purchased at a San Francisco Walgreens. They're the rarest mm-hmm. thing you've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah.
1: Collectors and they're they're worth 10 times as much now, yeah.
0: (laughs) But I guess I could have got it for free if I had just waited. But that's the point. What makes them valuable is (laughs) what makes them valuable is that they were legally purchased, that's why they're so (laughs) rare, yeah.
1: searchy uh, okay, just bragging. I gained a lot of weight in 2020, and I mean a lot. Hmm. As of this morning, I weigh 40 pounds less than I did on January 1st, 2021. That's not bragging. You got to get a little get a little humble brag in there.
0: That's good. You're you're That's at a pace good. of like almost 10 pounds a month. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Yep.
1: yeah. Congratulations Eric Burns March belated happy, Mag- happy Magna Carta day. Oh. Sorry. This is so gross. Thank you Eric. Uh, let's just do a few more um sure. Manda says best cringe movie leprechaun in the hood. Oh, what?
0: God. I'll look it up.
1: Um and then last one for right now. Uh Big Armada 1988, I was the guy who said that I was hesitant to get trained in using guns because of my clumsiness. Hmm. Are there any alternatives that I could look into using as I work on being less clumsy to be able to use an actual gun? You're saying a
0: non-gun self-defense weapon to, is that what he's asking? Or is he asking for a gun recommendation?
1: I remember him getting mixed reviews, but if you feel like you're too clumsy to use a gun, I think that's probably a good thing to know about yourself.
0: Maybe. I mean, that said, uh, you know, a good holster and a good holster plus a manual safety is, is pretty foolproof. Um, double foolproof really. But if you were thinking about something that you wanted to use as a defense weapon that you might feel better about if you were clumsy, I don't know. I mean, you could carry a knife, you could carry spray. I, I don't know. That's kind of a I tough accidentally spot. I actually like bear sprayed um,
1: myself. I wouldn't do that.
0: My answer would be train and make yourself not clumsy. If, if it's second nature to you, you won't be, you won't be clumsy, you know? Um, go, and don't just train yourself. Like maybe hire a guy. There are all sorts of training classes you can take to make yourself proficient and uh, to, to make a, a firearm sort of second nature to you. So um, don't be afraid and, and just, uh, prepare with your clumsiness in mind. That's what I would say. H- hire a guy and, and uh, get proficient with it. Oh, All let's right. circle back. Okay. Uh, just real quick on D Live, We got uh, Giggling Spy, Rocket Fuel, Pilot Grove. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Issue over on Trovo. Much appreciated as well. And we will catch back up with chat uh, at the top of the hour.
1: Um, I'll have to just circle back with you.
0: For the Republic is up next. For the Republic, you there?
9: Hey, how's it going?
0: We are well. What's on your mind?
9: So I have two things. Uh, first, since I know you wanted someone to tell you how to run your show, Matt.
3: Mm-hmm.
9: I, uh, have you ever thought about doing like a end of the year recap video on all the different like hoax hates that occurred within the year?
0: Um, maybe. Truth just be told, I'm life. not a I'm not a big like clip show guy. Even like stuff I like to sure. watch. Um, that's not to say that I wouldn't do it, but that's the sort of thing that's like uh, once I have my intern slave, that guy. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 you know what it actually is? Is I I hate watching or editing my own material, which is yeah. weird to say because I do edit my own material to so make the videos. But like I'm saying, going back through and finding stuff, I just. I just hate looking at my own stuff. It's like a weird aversion.
9: It makes sense. Kind of look at things that you've done. You're like, ah, you cringe. Like, ah, I can't believe I said it that way or phrased it that way. Or why did I, why did I cut right there? I I get that.
0: Yeah. It just always, it bugs me for some reason, but.
9: Oh, makes sense. But yeah, just, uh, I don't know. I just thought that, you know, having a a solid video that highlights all the uh, proven hoaxes over the year and just really highlights the stupidity. Yeah. Of,
0: ah. there's a lot of opportunity for like a a thorough archive on that sort of thing that I just don't have a lot of time to do. But, Mm -hmm. and I know there are some websites that do this. It it would be nice though, because whenever you get into these discussions about hate crimes, that's always the argument is like, well, the real hate crimes are hundreds of times more than the hoaxes. I mean, they might be larger in volume. I don't, it's it's hard to say. We, We just don't have an accurate accounting. And, um, yeah, and a lot of times even some of the hate crimes in the FBI hate crime statistics are hate crimes reported to police that never actually resulted in any kind of conviction. Yeah. So even the FBI's hate crime statistics aren't necessarily reliable to say that there were X amount of confirmed hate crimes. There are X amount of confirmed hate crime allegations, hate crime investigations, but not hate crime convictions. That's not what those data represent.
9: Yeah. So just some food for thought there. Yeah um but my my other point i want to bring up is so with all the atf stupidity that's going on right now it's uh having me reflecting a lot more on the second amendment hmm. and do you remember that comment biden made the other, uh the you know, a couple months back or something on no amendment is absolute
1: yeah yeah
9: and well that Maybe. statement got me really thinking that we are really fundamentally viewing the constitution wrong And I think it's a problem with how many people there are, such as like the leftists, and it's it's how they view the amendments specifically as a whole. Mm -hmm. So generally speaking, when we think of the Bill of Rights or of any of the amendments, we tend to unconsciously think of them as pieces that are added on or like uh, pieces of cloth that have been sewn onto the fabric of the Constitution, When in actuality, they're woven into the absoluteness that is the Constitution.
0: Hmm. I'm not sure I understand exactly what the distinction is there. Can you explain it a little bit more?
9: Well, you always hear the argument that like, oh, well, the Second Amendment wasn't originally in the Constitution. It was added in. It can be taken out again. Yeah. (laughs) Well, sure. So can the entire first article. So can the entire article regarding the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Once an amendment is added to the Constitution, it's part of the Constitution Period. It's mm-hmm. not tacked on at the end, or like well, I've even. You, so you're kind I've of saying,
0: seen, would it be accurate to say that there are like second class clauses or something like that? Yes. Okay. Yes.
9: And and there's a lot of people that view the amendments as like, well, they're just you know tacked on to the end of the Constitution. Or I've I've even heard uh, seen one argument to that, well, I mean, the amendments aren't really part of the Constitution or the, the you know they're part of the Bill of Rights. And I'm like, it's all the constitution, all of it.
0: Well, and, and, and it, but it's probably, I, I, I reject the idea that there are first and second class clauses. I wouldn't say that, but sure. The bill of rights speaks to a fundamentally different uh, thing or a fundamentally different piece than the rest of the constitution speaks to. The rest of the constitution is about the structure of government, but the bill of rights is about the relationship between the individual, the citizen and the government. And, and that's why it's so crucial um, to say that that doesn't matter that to me, that are argu- not arguably that does the definition and limits of our relationship with the government matters so much more than what the specific structure of the government is, in my opinion, at least.
9: Oh, no, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, so many people don't realize that the inclusion of the Bill of Rights into the Constitution was literally a make or break point for the union. Yeah. I mean there were multiple state delegations that basically said hey not having a codified protections of these rights is a deal breaker for us add it in or we're not joining I mean the actual the actual uh, resolution for the bill of rights had a preamble to it which read that uh, the conventions of a number of the states having at the time of their adopting the constitution expressed a desire in order to prevent misconstruction or abuse of its powers Hmm. that further declaratory and restrictive clauses should be added. And as extending the ground of public confidence in the government will best ensure the benefit, the beneficent ends of its institution.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I don't know a lot about the history of the drafting and the inclusion of the bill of rights. It's probably something I should learn a lot more about considering I, have a lot of, I hold the uh, the Bill of Rights to be in very high value, obviously, but in terms of how it was drafted and enacted, that's not something I have a lot of detailed knowledge on.
9: Sure, I mean, yeah, it's uh, and that's part of what uh, was going on when all the the Federalist Papers were yeah. uh, being written because they were trying to drum up supports for the Constitution and everything, and there are a lot of questions raised in saying, "Hey, you know, this Constitution is nice and all, but there's no protections of rights in here. We need yeah. this added in, or we're not joining." And then they basically or a bunch of the founders basically said, OK, join the union and we promise you we will add in a bill of rights. Yeah, said, none okay. of this.
1: None of this matters because the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights have failed to protect our rights. So who cares?
0: Yeah. I mean, we've we've failed in our oath to uphold it. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: So what yeah. good has it been?
0: Uh, as good as our oaths, which are worthless. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, this is where the, this is where heads meet pikes, Blonde. This is where we come together. Uh, come
1: together oath breaking and packs,
0: yeah. oath breaking and treason have to have consequences I'm sorry they, they don't do. yeah. they don't
9: haven't for a long time
0: yeah mm. yeah well thank you for the insights man I, I like the deep thought on that yeah uh,
9: you guys have a fantastic night
0: you as well you too later and of course I'm joking Susan calm down but as we've established heads on pikes talk is perfectly fine with Susan just don't joke about trannies
1: hmm Casey. Or, God forbid, tranny's head's on pikes.
0: Or, God forbid, hydroxychloroquine on a pike. Or, God forbid. Oh, no. A um,
1: tranny a tranny head on hydroxychloroquine on a pike.
0: Uh, or a cure for a non-specific virus of current relevance mm. on a pike. You definitely can't talk about that. 2021
1: either. flu? No.
0: <laughs> Casey is up next. Casey, you there? Hey, there. How
10: are you
1: guys? Hey, how are you?
0: What's on your mind? Not uh, too
10: bad. Missed you for a few weeks. I've been kind of kind of busy and just maybe unfortunate at the timing with the uh, with the roll call. Yeah.
3: Sure.
10: How's your wife, Matt?
0: Uh, really good. Uh, we're we're right on the cusp of the the third trimester, and so none of that nausea stuff or any of that sickness is hanging around. But you know, she's uh now now the belly is getting big, so now it's more just like final stretch and um. You know, it's uh, feeling good and everything's looking good health wise. And uh, it was her it was her birthday on Monday. So nice. we went out and did some uh, river floating, which was very fun, you know, in a tube, big pregnant belly floating. <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. And um, and the, the kid is uh the kid is a boxer in there, man. That That kid is just punching away. So healthy baby boy <laughs> seems strong, kicks hard, punches hard. Yeah, everything looks good.
10: Nice. Nice. That's, that's sweet. I pray for that. You go all the way through everything's clean and smooth and easy for you. Well, it won't be clean.
1: That's for sure.
0: (laughs) I suppose so. Yeah.
10: Yeah. So, um, I don't really have anything just a couple of things checking in on because I was fortunate here, um, to try to offer, you know, like I try to always do, you know, uh, just some white pill action, sure. but, you know, yeah. ease, your, ease your mind. Um, I had some uh, obviously I've, I moved up here last year from you know, California and took uh, I saw blondes, um, um, uh, Rebecca and um, uh, Gavin the other day. And it's not as bad. You were very gracious with that. You know, don't don't let don't don't sweat the comments or any of that.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of wish I would have done the interview like a little differently. I have a lot of, I, I have, I'm very grateful to Gavin because he launched my YouTube channel. Um, but in any other situation, I would have pushed back on some stuff. That- yeah, but that
10: was, it was kind of, it was kind of paradoxically yeah. funny that you just opened your heart and said that to him, that he, you know, kicked off, you called him on the YouTube and the next thing you know, was, Hey, I got to take this call. <laughs> <laughs> <Like,
0: "Huh." laughs> no, I, well, I, I, well, I got to listen to this tomorrow. I got to see, did it, it was that quick. It was right away.
5: No, no, it no, was like that. It, I'm, no. I'm
1: like, I'm right, it was. Right. He took two calls. Also. That's kind
0: of a lot in an hour. Hopefully, they were and important. Did he it's... win the lottery or something?
1: No, he was dealing with some administrative stuff with a storage space.
0: Oh,
10: oh, I thought he was building a studio or something like. that. Uh, oh,
1: was that what it was? He was moving a studio. I don't know. Yeah, something
10: like that. Yeah. Hey, we're back. I don't hope it's. All, oh, I hope it's not oversharing, but don't, 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 um, don't change anything about Jamie Loaf.
1: Thank you. You he has had my meatloaf, Casey. You're the only person in my audience that is actually eating as my in meatloaf.
0: actually made by you, not just the recipe. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was good. Yeah.
10: Oh, yeah. And I, I actually from the Gavin one, I was I, I did drive by that park the other day, at the exact same time, wow. and I saw. Well, I go, what the hell is this? I know. You know what's funny? I just had a birthday, and I'm on the second half of my trip to be hundred. And I had mm. you know what happens when you hit this age? You, your, your doctor wants to stick a something, uh, you know, up your keister.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
10: And, and so, but it was funny? They they required me to get a uh, a test where they stick a uh, you know something up your nose. Yeah. But they would I went to the Kootenai Clinic and it was weird because I had to go through this lot and it was all perpetrated by the National Guard. I'm like, what the what the fuck does the National Guard have to do with uh, yeah. signing me up? For yeah. It's like, but then it kind of made me think when I was driving by that park that was kind of weird.
1: Yeah, it's really it's really weird. And little did you know at the Kootenai Clinic that it's actually the National Guard that's digging something up your keister. You had no idea. You just mm. drove right through. Come on, guys, Ooh. that was pretty funny. Come on, yeah. come on. Yeah. I am but a woman. Laugh at my jokes.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Credit right where mm-hmm. um,
1: Well, thanks, yeah. Casey. We should we should link up soon. I, I'm happy birthday. I'm glad you're doing well.
10: Yeah, yeah, and real quick, yeah, that was actually one of the only thing that topic I thought of. There was um when I um when I first moved up here, I had uh, gotten on Matt's um, site, the media site, and I went to the um there's a, a spreadsheet, and I, I I sent an email out to everybody in like you know the Coeur d'Alene, North Idaho, you know kind of region, and then I got I kind of I got in some connection with some people, and I actually had a, a couple people actually recently email me somebody new moving to the area, cool. um, and I lived like. I live like two tenths of a mile from the lake, and you know, close to downtown. I have a big backyard, you know. So I'm gonna. We're trying to coordinate the 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 um the North Idaho lane meetup of everybody in the area from mm. uh for the, the the Matt and Blonde show. So that's probably gonna oh, be. Oh, that'd fruition. be so fun!
1: Keep me posted, yeah, and for, I will definitely go to that.
10: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, then the, obviously, the rest of the summer, every weekend here is, you know, I'm gonna be barbecuing, work all day, and that. So. Cool. And i hope you're you know you and your baby and you know your hubby are, are doing well i really didn't have anything other than i just was luck of the draw got in and just wanted to say hi oh well, good. Sound- i'm
1: glad you're doing well casey It was good yeah, to talk to
0: you it sounds like you're living a good life and it sounds like uh it was a good move for you to make man and, yeah well um, one
10: point i had some friends up i'll be quick uh that came sure. up from from uh from portland and they had uh they had some scooter rally down like in harrison or something they visited me this past weekend and it was kind of uh interesting how, like, my life has changed up here. All these, the weight of the world of being in San Francisco, like, they couldn't believe we were driving around. Every house had, like, an American flag on it. And yeah. uh, and yeah. they were worried about parking their vehicle with their scooters in the back of the property here. They said, can you lock it? I'm like, oh, my, I leave my door no. unlocked. There's yeah. any, I mean, my both of my neighbors watch the house. My, even my little granny, the granny across the street, she's packing a 357. Nothing's yeah. happening nice.
1: around Nothing's happening around here. Exactly. Yep. All right.
0: Well, thank you, man. And happy birthday. Yep. Talk to you later. Bye. Have a good night. Yeah. Like an American flag hanging outside of a house is uh, like just a sign of sanity to me. It's like, I, I know that's probably not a crazy person who lives there. So that's at least good. Although.
1: You they know, still believe we, in America, though, so maybe they are a crazy. Well, president. I don't
0: know. I, I I still have my Betsy Ross flag out there, so everyone knows how racist I am. But I live on the uh, I live on the That's racist wing of the neighborhood. Like mm. you know, we got uh, we got the Betsy Ross flags and the uh, and the other uh, the, the, the things like that. The other side of the neighborhood is where you see your Biden signs and things like that, and your um, love always wins type stuff. But I, yep. I, I I don't know. I don't know those people, but I know they're they're a little loony. They're I don't vac- want to. <laughs> and i i can't bring up the tibetan flags because people got mad at me thinking i was shitting on Tibet. no, no. i'm <laughs> shitting on the middle-aged single white lady with her tibetan <laughs> flags and her love always Wins" sign that's what i'm shitting love
1: on. always that's such a stupid philosophy you think love always wins uh
0: yeah hate has been pretty helpful at times yeah. when you had to kill some people which i would For never real. endorse susan but point is like uh yeah, love didn't help a lot on the beaches of Normandy. Let's put yeah, it that Yeah, for way. real. Love was uh, um, you know, uh, not uh, a high-value commodity.
1: Hate is, is a valuable emotion that people need to cultivate and understand and embrace.
0: And it's always a question Embrace
1: of, hate. Where is that sign?
0: Right. And hate and love what? Uh, it, 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 am I supposed to—are you supposed to love everything, including things that are uh, objectively evil? Uh, am yeah. I supposed to love that? Maybe, I sh- maybe hate is a waste of energy. I don't know, but I'm not it going is to— not
1: a waste of energy
0: i i mean it's hating evil things is certainly better than loving evil things i would say yeah Yeah.
3: definitely
0: if i had a choice okay Okay, uh let's get one more call before the top of the hour carl carl the libertarian i'm glad that you still uh rock that title that's bold these days because everyone gets shit on as a libertarian.
1: You are a lull-bertarian.
11: He
0: didn't even say hi to
11: me, and I, I'm just hearing you right now. He didn't even didn't even bother to say, I think that's a violation of the non-aggression
0: principle right there. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who didn't say hi? Did we or the screener? Uh, I didn't hear you. If you said okay, hi to me, I didn't I'm hear. sorry.
1: No, Hello, we immediately sir. launched into making fun of you. That's... I would
0: never violate oh. your rights, nor would I accept your violation of mine. Let's proceed.
1: Ugh.
11: Absolutely. Well, um, but I don't consider that a, a real violation, and right, um, right. I'm certainly not here to joust.
4: Yeah, yeah. Instead,
11: I'd like to run, you could call it a conspiracy theory by you, or just maybe a pointless speculation. But people keep asking the question, I mean, what was the government's motive with all of these crazy COVID stuff and all the lockdowns and uh-huh. and all of that? And if I had to guess, here's what I think it is. Throughout all of this time, everyone that I've talked to has just asked the same question, and I've even asked it too. When can things go back to normal? Why can't we go back to normal? Mm-hmm. Is that what they really want us to ask? Is the goal of this to just make life so intolerable that we're begging for things to go back to normal and then we just shut up and accept the set the status quo from here on out?
0: Mm. Yes. That it, it makes. makes what it is? Yeah, that it makes uh, I, I could I could entertain that theory, I suppose, that it makes you crave. Prior conditions that themselves were far less than ideal, but suddenly, suddenly, the idea of just say going to the beach unrestricted or something like that is—that's uh, exactly
11: like a, what I think it is.
0: Yeah, um, it's like a, it's like a, a, a prize that's now. Even
11: assuming that the government even thought all this through, yeah. and it's not just incompetent, and I never underestimate incompetence. That's but true. But if yeah. I had to guess, if that there was a theory behind this, that's what I'm going with.
1: Yeah. This is all about control. This is psychological control. They wanted to see how far they could go using yeah. f- using fear as a population control. Uh,
0: and I just think it's to I think it's to cultivate the idea that our rights are something that government gives us as opposed to something that's inherent to us. I mean, you look at how much right around here the masks the masks fell off en masse the second that our county health authority and Doctor Fauci and the rest of them said that you could, which tells me what. The couple weeks prior to that, all of you knew how goddamn stupid this was. It's just you thought that you take orders from the government powers that be. You think you get your rights from them, not that they're inherent to you.
1: Unelected health officials. Yeah. Yeah.
11: Sorry, didn't mean to cut you guys off. No, go for um, it. it. It's also why I have to get angry at a lot of conservatives who, while they went on, they opposed the lockdowns eventually. Yeah. A lot of them were very friendly to it at first. Oh, I remember. Um, And, um, I, I can't forgive him for that, not because I like to hold grudges, but once you hand over dictatorial powers, what makes you think you can take it back?
1: Well, yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, like, for example, when Texas reopened, they got a lot of flack from the left and a lot of praise from the right. But to your point, they were still requiring masks in Texas into March. Why? Wh- wh- that itself is not something to be celebrated, even if they let you take them off. They, they shouldn't have been doing that in February, but they were.
11: Yeah. I only have a very short list of people, and I hope I can put you guys on that list of people who oppose the lockdowns from day one. And by the mm-hmm. way, these aren't even people who I respect very much in many other ways. But Candace Owens,
0: mm-hmm. she's
11: been very good at it consistently. Yeah. And the other one that might even surprise you is Dennis Prager, who I usually don't like at all, but credit where it's due. <sighs> he was, Fine. Um, he, he saw right through it on day one. And again, credit where it's due.
1: Mm. He probably has some ulterior motive.
0: I, I was too yeah, soft. I don't, I don't I, I allowed, I gave Dr. Fauci the benefit of the doubt. I shouldn't have been doing that shit. <laughs>
11: well, I, I don't even care about Dr. Fauci because yeah. people are, people, everyone wants, I, not that I like the guy, but everyone wants yeah. to blame him. I blame the people who listen to him. No, yeah. Fauci's not in government as much as he might think he is, but nobody has to do what he says.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm mostly disappointed in people. That is uh, yeah. uh, certainly true.
11: Yeah, yeah I, I'm. Well, I, 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 I'm. It's pretty lonely where I said I'm always disappointed in people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for the call, man. Final thought, if you want it.
11: Oh, I'm sure I do, but it would take me much too long, and you have other callers to get. To. All
0: right. Well, thank you. I'm sorry we didn't greet you properly, but I will uh, oh, I'm bid sure you I adieu. Must have been a tech properly. issue, but um, that's. Have, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Have a that. fantastic evening, and thank you for your call. Great. You too. Okay, we are due for another break. Let's see what Freaking we Dennis got. All I right. didn't listen to what he had to say about lockdowns. I have no idea, but uh, anybody who got it right, you know, in March of 2020, uh, I will give credit where due.
1: Hmm.
0: We're good over on Tippy Stream, I
1: believe. Johnny Boy, quick draw! Famous movie quotes. Bitches leave. Can you name the movie? And if you can, you need to watch it bitches leave
0: i don't know i'll look I don't it up know right either. now yeah can i spoil for everybody else yeah uh robocop
1: oh RoboCop. yeah robocop is great I is wonder there if
0: is this clip short
1: that How
0: you doing here it is you can't bitches hear it. Leave. <laughs> there it is
10: bitches leave
0: Bitches leave. Uh, apparently, he's holding a guy at gunpoint and these women have to leave the room, I guess, is the context. Mm. I've never seen the movie, but.
1: Calvin 58 how about a joke to brighten up the day for the both of you? Why do scuba divers always fall into the water from the boat backwards? A, if they fell forwards, they would still be in the boat.
0: What? Oh, because you sit on the edge of the boat and you drop backwards? Yeah. yeah. Unless you sat outwards facing, then you could drop forward, couldn't you? I don't know. I've, I, I've never scuba dived. I have no idea. It seems like it'd be fun, though. Although the ocean no, freaks it, me it out. No, that
1: seems terrifying. It seems. The
0: terrifying. ocean in general freaks me out, but if I could go in some, like, you know, if it was not super deep and I'm just looking at some cool coral reef with a bunch of friendly fishes or something, I'm yeah, sure no that'd snorkeling. be... snorkeling. Snorkel. Yeah, maybe that's it
1: yeah snorkeling's uh, awesome but i i don't want my oxygen tank on my back while i'm in deep waters fuck that absolutely not
0: yeah i guess i was kind of treating them as one and the same but the ocean in oh, general no. terrifies me so
1: keep it as awesome. tame as possible last or a few years ago i went snorkeling hawaii which i i hate hawaii but um there was like this sea turtle right next to me and we were like interacting and it was the most amazing thing like, yeah i bet that's really cool thing. It was so fucking cool. I've never experienced anything like it. Hmm. Um, Waco, the insurrectionist. I fused sloppy Joe meat into a burrito. I called it sloppy Jose. <laughs> it was delicious.
0: It's a good one. I'll have to There's, try fusion.
1: It. There's a fusion I can get. Behind. Yeah. Um Steven Suarez has been wearing my latest art of y'all on my shirt all day. Sorry, blonde. I didn't think I needed your permission to use your likeness. You don't. It's,
0: <laughs> it's a it's a very complimentary likeness of you, if I recall. A very suggestive uh, likeness, though, of actually both of us.
1: That's fine. I yeah. I've seen deepfakes of myself, so uh, there's
0: no way it's as subject uh, suggestive as some of the images in the Discord. That's true.
1: <laughs> that is true. Those
0: aren't just those aren't suggestive. Those are uh, yeah outright explicit depiction.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a no cock photoshopping rule in the Discord. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll ban you. I'll do one like of the Johnny few ways,
0: intro. I guess, to get banned.
1: Yep, the majority of Americans don't have the slightest notion of what following the Constitution would entail. We are so far removed from the rule of law; it's most likely a moot cause at this point, or a lost cause. Most likely, it's likely a lost cause. There we go. Yeah, uh, I, yeah.
0: I, I, I I think that you could you could kind of start over and teach a new generation of children to value their own independence and uh, and all of that, yeah. and to value control of their own lives and their own liberty. But to start with. Established adults now who believe that they get permission to live their lives from the government to teach those old dogs new tricks, um, which I don't even like that phrasing because they're the ones who learned new tricks. They're the ones who betrayed the system. I just don't think that's going to happen to the point that you're not going to reshape the way they view their relationship with government.
1: Yeah, Uh, maybe we should circle back.
0: All right. Um, I think we're good on tippy stream over on uh, trovo darth jones gifting subs that's very much appreciated super shoe casting a spell thank you for that and we're good on d live thank you guys for tuning in over there okay we'll hop into our last segment of calls and then we'll get to our email questions and we'll come back to uh super chat to close the show lovecraft is up next lovecraft you there
12: hey welcome second time i've been on here hey hey matt you were right about terminator 2 Mm. That they did, what John, what James Cameron did was ruin Sarah Connor. He made her more of a villain than, mm. a, than a guy, and Edward Furlong cannot act. But that being said, Blonde, I love Groundhog Day. I yes. understand what that movie is. Matt, the thing was is that Bill Murray's a dickhead in the movie, but as it goes on, he learns to be less of an asshole. And the one of the best scenes in the movie that proves this is when they're in the hotel room together on the bed, they've both been drinking and they're laughing. They fall back. When he turns his head, she's fallen asleep. So what does he do? He turns his head up and he just, he wakes up the next day, She's at, she's gone. And then he kidnaps the, the groundhog and he sings to it in the truck and he can't sing with crap. And it's so funny. He's kidnapped the groundhog, and by the end of the movie, he realizes he loves this movie, and he starts being nice to people, and that's when he breaks the loop. And you're he's not, in-
1: not going to convince it. This is a futile I, endeavor. I know, but that—that's the point of the movie.
0: Sure. Yeah. Tremors.
12: You have to see it multiple times because I was like no. you the first time I saw it. I hated that movie. I thought I it was never stupid it as hell. But then I turned my brain off and said, oh, I get it. It is a dumb comedy. And it's one of the funniest comedies ever made.
0: No, 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 no. It there, there has see, a couple did, of good did, lines, I but it's not one like, of the greatest comedies ever made.
12: No, as far as dumb, I'm saying dumb comedies. I'm not saying smart comedies. It's a dumb comedy that's funny because it is stupid.
0: I so don't know. I mean, it has, it has a couple covers. good lines. Um, I like the line the of like, like mean, hey, I, I, what was it? Something about like uh i got these cannon fuses what are those for my cannon yeah whatever something like that
3: yeah
12: yeah the whole point is that they're not you're not supposed to know what these things are or why they exist it's just these people live in a small town in arizona and everybody's a complete idiot and that michael gross and rebecca mcintyre reba mcintyre have a lot of guns
0: that was the best part of the movie to me
12: Boy, yeah, I loved I I loved it after seeing it. But here's it like my problem. Times. Like what
0: what's can you name okay, what's the funniest part of the movie or the funniest line?
12: Oh, I the funniest thing was Reba McIntyre. Yeah, the, when she points the gun at the big gun at the at it and shoots and before she shoots it, it's what she I forget what she says, but she it's says, so funny I can't
1: get any I can't get any penetration with the elephant gun.
12: <laughs> yes, that's fucking hilarious. And Michael Gross is so kind of over the top as this gunda that he's funny in the movie i mean he just cracked me up it's like he's crazy kevin Penkin is absolutely so stupid in the movie but how he gets this woman is just funny it's like at the end they love each other it's like
1: give it up man give it up yeah i i I might hate these movies more
0: now actually no Uh, but that's fine no but this is that's great i i love that that people can have a uh, passionate enjoyment for yeah. a movie that I don't. And that's part of the fun of the bit, you know, it's like, not everybody uh, has to. Yeah. I, Go I
12: st- got a tweet somebody from Boise, Idaho, because of the whole thing that's going on in or with the five counties wanting to leave Oregon, they said, don't bother coming to Idaho. It's ter- Boise's turning blue. And I mm. said, and I've looked into it and she was, this person was absolutely right. They said, Idaho's becoming a lot like Oregon, especially with, with their capital city, Boise, is becoming very – it's starting to turn blue. There's more Californians moving there, which is what, you know, is the problem. And the same thing, like you said, about Montana. They're doing it there. The only place – and Razor Fist talked about this. The only place they probably wouldn't be able to – the only three places they wouldn't be able to overtake is Wyoming. Yeah, the two Dakotas. Why? Because everything's so spread out. There's a lot of empty spaces. They yeah. don't like empty spaces. They want everything condensed. Well, and, and so plus why... they
0: have brutal winters in both of those places. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah.
12: Oh, so <laughs> yeah, and and look at Canada. They they've moved up there and t- turned into socialists. They turned yeah. into China basically, and people don't understand. Um, Stephen Crowder went up there with the, with one camera and showed what their healthcare, universal healthcare system is like, and it sucks. I watched that video. They have you never see a doctor. The low income and the poor, they never see a doctor hmm. because they don't have. The, doctors don't do it for free, and two, you pay taxes, so it's yeah. not really free. And it's just you know, universal healthcare is is one of the worst things. Look at look at uh, um, England and their NHS. It's a terrible health care system. Privatizing, like able to let people choose who they want to see. Like that was the whole point to hospitals was when you were sick, you went to the hospital. If you needed to see a specialist, the hospital would treat you, you would pay for that. Before the government got involved, you would get a bill for what, what services they provided. You would pay that, which was usually low. And then they said, if you need to see a doctor, they'd, send, they'd recommend a doctor you would go and see. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't need insurance. You, you could afford to go to the emergency room. That was the whole point to a hospital. When you felt sick, you went, you got treated, you t- you paid it. The government got involved, and then everything goes up.
0: Yeah, it seems and to happen in every problem. industry, but we always deny it. It's uh, see, I'm yeah.
12: I'm one of the. Here's another thing: I have diabetes, uh-huh. I have rheumatoid arthritis, and I have emphysema from smoking. I ain't taking that shot, and I don't. I'm not afraid of getting COVID nineteen because for one, I'm on queen which For my rheumatoid arthritis, I ain't afraid of getting it because I'll know I'll be fine. Fear is the easiest way to kill somebody. Um, Because if you're afraid, it will kill you. Fear will kill you. It's like Mm. that guy saying that his, you know, talking about that, you know, at the beginning, he was talking about how his family member got so afraid, got that, that psychosis that he killed himself over it. That will kill you quicker than the virus
0: yeah sure and of course how many people and you can
12: survive it
0: yeah and how many people may 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 not have literally died but effectively surrendered their lives to the government or to fear in in this last year and for what Did you come out ahead or did you just have a year of your life erased for no reason where you didn't see your family, where you didn't go to funerals, where you didn't go to weddings, where you missed out on key life events because someone else scared you out of it? Now, maybe you didn't lose your life. You didn't die, but you lost a a good solid chunk of those experiences.
12: I'll say this about Obama. The one thing he did right was during swine flu. He did nothing. He didn't shut the government <laughs> down. He didn't lock people at home. He let so, people yeah. live their life. Credit the, where due. The most people that died were ten thousand. Yeah, that was it. And we've killed more people have died from from killing themselves from suicide and other things other than this because the fact is, what what hits the body is when you're sick. That's your immune system fighting the virus, yeah. and that stress on the heart. If you felt sick from the flu, imagine that with this.
3: Yeah, it sure
12: it can overwork the heart and then your heart stops. Yeah. From that. We and I believe, and I'm gonna say it right now. I think that they what they were what China was doing was they were gonna weaponize this, and who they were gonna use it on was first tested on Taiwan mm. because you know Taiwan is a country, and then they were gonna out because you they might don't get want our us, bang. they want our land. I, I'm sorry, but that's <laughs> no, what my right. that's my I'm feet, just joking. feeling about it is yeah. that they wanted, to, they wanted to come after us because they don't want us. They want our land. They want because they can't yeah. grow anything in their country because they polluted it so bad. And, you know, they keep building all these buildings that nobody lives in. Cities are empty yeah. of, like, concrete buildings that nobody lives in and they've ruined their, yeah. their environment. That's why they we, have to buy yeah. all their stuff from us.
0: Yeah. We, we got to let you go, man. But thank you for okay. the call. Appreciate it.
12: Oh, no problem. Have a great day.
0: You as well. Thanks. Uh, yeah, doesn't China own basically all of Seattle at this point?
1: Yeah, like half of it.
0: Bought it all up. Okay, uh, keep it moving here. Ratchet Republican is up next. Mr. Ratchet Republican, you there?
5: Oh, hey, what how's it going, you guys? Hey.
0: Doing well. What's hey, on your how mind? How's it
5: going? Um, I just wanted to ask you. Before before I go into what I want to talk about, um, mm-hmm. did you guys get to watch the Kevin Samuels uh, video that I told you about?
0: I still have it in my notes here. I have not seen it yet, though. Although I did receive a bunch of emails of people uh, commenting on it, so you 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 inspired a lot of people to watch it or to share their thoughts. But I have not sat down to see it yet.
5: Oh, okay. Uh, whenever you guys get to see it's only thirty minutes. It's, trust me, it's worth your time. Mm-hmm. It's I just want to get your get your view. Sure. But. Um, let me just get into uh, what I want to talk about. I've always been wondering why the Democrats and the Marxists always attack officers and why what's the long-term goal? Attack, Sorry, attack what? Attack, yeah, attack what? Attack police off. Po- oh, oh policing. It, okay. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's a strategy to create chaos. Um, policing leads to order. And they don't want order because... When you have order, there's, there's no need for government. There's no need for anybody, any outside experts to, to, to help run your life. So what they do is that they attack the people who are creating order. And the way that they do it is by bring, dredging up old old past issues like Jim Crow, slavery. And now they're bringing up Tulsa. You notice that they start bringing up Tulsa now since Jim Crow and slavery is not as
0: popular I've, now. I've never it's... heard so much about about Tulsa than than this last year. I was generally aware of yeah, that yeah, incident, it's, it's in, but I, it's incredible. Yeah, because they're it...
5: trying to push through.
0: Oh, did I lose him?
5: Oh, I lost him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, there you go. Go go ahead, Ratchet. We we might have lost you for a second.
5: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they will keep bringing up Tulsa. I think it's a strategy to push through legislation that they're trying to push through. Um, so the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act, um, all the the filibuster. I think it's a it's a it's a way to try and push and nudge uh, the senators into um, centralizing power in government.
0: It's, yeah, maybe it's
5: the same thing that yes, and it's the same thing that they're trying to do in the in the gay community. If you notice that in Pride, if you look at Pride and Pride Month. They keep bringing up Stonewall. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Stonewall?
0: Uh, yeah, remind me of the reference. Isn't, wasn't that like a bar in New York or yes. San Francisco where they all got beaten up or yes. something?
5: Yes, it was a bar in New York. It got raided by police. Keyword police. And started a riot. And that <laughs> riot, uh, uh, said, claimed, they claimed that riot started the, civil, the gay rights movement.
0: Okay, so yeah, so this was the 60s up. or something like that?
5: Yes, yes, the the end of the 60s. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they keep bringing that up, and now the New York Gay Pride um, march, they're banning police officers from marching in <laughs> their parade.
0: I think they did that in Toronto, too, and that was a big controversy, or yes. with Black Lives Matter, it was a big controversy as well, but I think it was during Pride, or maybe it was Black Lives Matter... Intruded upon pride to get the cops banned. It might have been that.
5: Yeah, to get the cops banned. It's yeah. ridiculous because there is no there is no legible. I'm sorry. There is no problems with police and gay people. The problems that come with gay people are not from police officers. It's from you know jogger jogging type. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know the jogging type. Okay, but nobody wants to, nobody wants to admit that, that. Yeah. You know, George Floyd would not be marching in a pride parade. George Floyd would be mugging you at a pride parade. <laughs> so well yeah, said. Really.
0: Well said. Yeah.
5: Kicking your, kicking your ass, calling you the F word and taking your money so you can buy more crap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, I just, it's just, it's just ridiculousness and, they use this to create more wedges between groups of people to, 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 to maintain more power and to gain more power. And I just, I just don't understand what people, people don't see through this. Yeah. I was having, I was having a conversation with, a, well, an argument with a, another black gay dude, and he kept bringing up past injustices. And I, and I keep saying, I don't care about slavery. I don't care about Jim Crow, and I don't care about Stonewall. Yeah. Those battles have have already been won. They have been won. They have and, been paid for in blood. Why am I going to fight past battles? That doesn't make any sense. Well because you know it's
0: not Absolutely. it's not you're of the you're of the just leave me alone and have uh equal legal rights philosophy. These people yeah. are of the I want to bludgeon other people into compliance philosophy. That's yeah. the issue. They exactly. want control. You want to be left uh, alone.
5: Yes. And I'm like this this person has a car. He's living good. He has okay. a nice career. He has a house. What more do you want? Everyone to celebrate you, you when nope. you walk
0: out of, you know, of your house in the morning and to grovel before you. That's what they want.
5: Yeah, that is exactly. Yes. And then there's something that Heather McDonald said. I don't know if you know who she is. Uh, yeah. she, she said that she said that um, it is not an accomplishment to be a woman. And I, I I ascribe that to being gay. It's not an accomplishment to be gay. That's why I don't ascribe to gay pride. I just think it's a cultish. It's a cultish thing. It's become cultish because there is no. It's, it is not an accomplishment to be gay. It's
0: well, yeah, it's. I uh, is, I've it's always crazy. wondered what that feels like because as a you know a hated white male, a hated straight white male. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to walk into Target. Like if I were to walk into Target and they had like. I don't know, um, Viking horns. And it said Scandos are awesome or something that like was more applicable to me. (laughs) How would would I how would I feel like when you when you see all this Pride Month crap? Is that I'm guessing it you don't care and you probably don't feel any attachment to that. But do people actually feel encouraged by that? Like they walk into Target and think, oh, rainbows, that's that's for me. Great. I'm happy.
5: No, what it does, it, it creates... What, what it does, it creates... A, it's not about, not about making people feel good. It's to create a cult. Okay. And when you create a group of people and create a cult, you, you create a captive audience. So you use this captive audience to sell goods, to create political power, and to bludgeon other people into other ideas that would not have been applicable without... So, the, the, so, so like they use the black community... To, to push through legislation that normally wouldn't be able to be pushed through by calling it racist or saying, if you don't agree with it, it's racist. Or, yeah. You know, like the filibuster, you know, it's racist. So yeah. it's, it's used to, 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 instead of people being individuals, they, they see themselves as, as, as part of a group and that they do whatever the group says and whatever the group thinks. And so that it corals power, it corals a, 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 a captive audience. Hmm. that's what it is it, it, it's sickening to me I, I will admit i will admit that in my past i have participated in it. i used to be a uh, one of those flag wearing people running around <laughs> on my flag. but okay real quick bef- I, real quick before we <laughs> yeah. let you go
0: tell me your craziest pride experience
5: Ugh. okay I <laughs> no, you, you guys, have a story guys okay. Look,
0: okay all right I,
5: oh go. no no no! I, i'm gonna be very quick all, right, all right you guys all right. to go to the Look up the Folsom Fair, the oh, San what? Francisco Gay Pro. Okay, Folsom Fair. It is the most uh degenerate,
0: okay, uh, yeah, Folsom Street Fair.
5: Yeah, yes, you will see things that will, this <laughs> is in broad daylight, degeneracy sex that you never and torture
0: acts done in public, BDSM events.
5: Yes, yes, wow. and this is done right, this was done right after the march. Okay, this was done right after the march. This is in public. Children can see police f- officers. Oh, yes.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, they yes. got like, blew what my the mind. hell? Are these dudes like 69ing each other in public?
5: Yep. Okay, yep. this is That's in the Wikipedia, the
0: dude. I'm not even looking at some sketchy website. It's right there on the Wikipedia. <laughs> this the is f- done
5: right in the public. Yes. Jesus. It blew my mind.
0: Well, they blew, blew a lot mind. of things, when- apparently.
5: <laughs> yeah, Hey-o. I'm telling you. Yeah. Christ. So um it's okay. not when people tell that gay pride march is about 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 activism, it's not. It's a you know, I
0: up, I've been wondering what them. would complete my journey to Christ. Uh, this might have done it. The Folsom Street Fair <laughs> Wikipedia page. Yeah, Might have finally done yes. it. You might be yes. the guy. You might be the guy who completed my journey for me.
1: In this sixty nine yeah. picture, there's just like an old dude jacking off right I know. in front of the audience. Yeah.
5: I could I could tell this story about how I didn't know when I went to San Francisco. I didn't know that this was going. I didn't know that the Pride was going on. Oh, I was in a hotel I, I was I was hearing I was hearing techno music and I'm like, the only time you hear techno music now is when some gay stuff we, is going down. Oh, God. So, okay. So I went to the Pride. So I went to the fair, I watched the, the march, and then somebody told me that there's a fair going down the street. It's down okay. the street from the Pride March. I walked down there. And when I walked in, I paid my money and walked in. The first thing that I saw was a man, buck ass naked, oiled up, with his dick on hard. The only thing he was wearing was shoes. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then,
0: okay, well, we got to wrap I, I this up. Get, if you, is there any more? This is, is it, the
5: call
1: that we're going to wrap
5: up.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I like, I, I, it's gone. I, <laughs> I feel like I've given too much time here. But all right, all right. If you can conclude
5: quickly. If I get back in the queue, if I get back quickly, okay. And then I look to the right, and then I see some guys standing around another guy. And I look down, and they're pissing all over him. okay And then I look up, and then in one of the apartments, there's a guy whose body is bobbing in and out, in and out of the window. And I'm like, oh my god, they're gang banging him in out. In, a, in the apartment. And it's just like total gener- degeneracy. And it's oh my in front God. of the, like, this is broad daylight, 2 yeah, yeah, p.m. Yeah. in the evening. This is... <laughs> so, I mean, when people tell you about all this nonsense about it's about gay pride, no, it's about fuck you. That's basically what it is. It's, <sighs> it's grinder pride. Grinder pride. That's what yeah, maybe. Oh <laughs> my
0: God. Well, thank you for the insights, yeah. man. Um, I will uh, definitely avoid that part of San Francisco during that time of year.
5: Or just yeah, always,
0: San Francisco generally. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a mess right now. It's a beautiful right. city. I, I know, I, 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 it's a beautiful city.
0: I know. I, I have family there, and um, yeah, it's uh, it should be so much better than it is. Let's put it that way.
5: Its progressive yeah. values bring regressive results. That's yeah, hundred Progress- percent.
0: Well, well, thank you, does. man. Appreciate it.
5: All right, nice, talk- nice talking to you guys. Have a good night. Thanks.
0: Well um you know you know the rules you get a 15 minute call if you talk san francisco sex exhibitions
1: sex exhibitions <laughs>
0: yeah we could take uh one maybe more t- two more here let's see what we can do let's uh work with our time and then we'll get to your email questions l machina is up next uh mr or miss machina you there hello All right, Uh, I got Magic Sky Fairy after that. Let's try Magic Sky Fairy. You there, Mr. Sky Fairy?
13: How you doing?
0: The Mounties have yet to capture you, I see.
13: Well, I mean, I ordered a Proud Boy shirt online, so I'm sure the feds will be coming (laughs) along right with that.
0: Did it arrive yet, or is it still lost uh, at customs?
13: No, I'm just kidding. You literally can't order one unless you find some black market shit. Oh, uh, not that I'm opposed to it. Yeah, it's yeah. literally legal to... Um, like Since they've been declared a terrorist organization by the Canadian government, uh, it is illegal to uh, order any of their merchandise or wear the symbol or... Really? Uh, you know, so on. Yeah. So you, Has anybody yeah.
1: met any Proud Boys? It's not like they are... people that just got out of prison or something like they're like the most normal dudes
13: yeah no they don't really uh exist in canada as far as i've seen uh i mean i guess we have maybe some equivalents or similar groups but um it's just a convenient boogeyman for Trudeau to virtue signal hate has no place in canada um (laughs) you know But uh, I didn't really want to talk about that guy. I want to talk about fatherhood because you and I, uh, we have kids coming up.
0: uh, Right. We're on almost uh, uh, identical Aren't you right on
1: the horizon? Yeah. Yeah. Mine
13: will be born uh, a couple of weeks prior to yours. So, um, except my uh, kid is not kicking like yours, Uh, I guess, um, because the placenta is in the front, which I guess acts as a punching bag, blocking the punches and kicks. Yeah. Uh, I thought some little ones, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. what I guess I'm uh, asking about is, uh, how are you going to fend off the Rainbow Brigade? Because uh, they are <laughs> in the schools. Um, well, just the yeah, leftists, uh, generally.
0: Yeah, how are you going to fend off of the schools, I think, is the uh, the broader question. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the um, first step is keeping your wife under control. She's <laughs> well, she's definitely sure,
0: under control.
13: I appreciate that.
1: Oh, no, not your wife. <laughs> oh, oh I was going to
0: say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're talking. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well
1: but, uh, um, I was gonna say well,
13: you go ahead and and then I'll release some thoughts as well.
0: Yeah. Uh we, I mean we're gonna as someone who is, has long been skeptical of homeschooling, I look at the last year and I've never been more not just open to but kind of pro homeschooling uh than mm-hmm. I am now. So that is that is the ultimate aim. I either homeschooling or some sort of private school that is more aligned with uh what I view as good values and um, good educational philosophy. So that's number one. But if you're just talking like, um, if you're just talking about like, uh, well, I guess are you talking indoctrination or are you talking about like, say your child comes out as LGBT otherwise?
13: No, I'm just talking about how to insulate the kid. Like, for example, um, I am somebody who uh, thinks that there is such a thing as uh, masculine virtues and feminine virtues. Oh, and yeah, I think sure. the optimal man is different from the optimal woman, and they have mm-hmm. different virtues. But the left doesn't believe that. They're just like, well, why can't a woman be that, and and vice versa? That's why they try to uh, make the men more effeminate and the women more masculine, so that they're kind both kind of androgynous and <laughs> mediocre versions of, uh, you know, the gender that they should be. Yeah. Um. So I guess, well, first I'll lay out my list of masculine traits. So, okay. uh, you know, s- strength, stoicism, confidence, and I differentiate that from arrogance. I think confidence is different from arrogance. Yeah. Uh, competency. So, you know, just some skill that you excel at uh, and a sense of humor. I think those are all, you know, if you think of what a man is at in his optimal form, is all those things. Sure. Um, and that's not to say like women have optimum traits, the feminine traits that I'd place like emotional nourishment and perception, uh, compassion, charm, charisma, beauty, organizational skills. Like I I think when you think of it, what is an optimal woman? Uh those are all characteristics that come to mind. Yeah. Um and then you just uh when you ask a leftist what is an optimal man or an optimal woman, they don't really have good answers. They just say, Well, what's the difference? It should be the same, mm-hmm. and then you get this androgynous blob that I just mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess to, to what extent are you uh, in agreement with those virtues and how do you, um, you know, want to show out those traits uh, in your son? Mm. And what, what, like, what kind of activities are you planning on engaging in? Um, and when the rainbow brigade does show up and say, Hey, uh, you know, if you're a good person, you'll wave this around. Like what, how are you going to deal with that?
0: Well, I don't know that the rainbow brigade will be showing up because I think we'll probably try to insulate the kid from that sort of influence um really? that, that'd be mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'm not i my skepticism of public schooling has never been higher so i don't think it will happen through that route and if it doesn't happen through that route it would have to be some other social influence like tv or, or pop culture yeah. or that kind of stuff well you um, saw the nickelodeon thing i know i, mean, I know but it could but, creep in but that's our, our our goal is to be as involved as and, and full-time parents as we possibly can be. That's, that's the goal for my wife and for me is, is to have her be the full-time caretaker of the kids and to, to provide them a life away from that sort of thing. So that's the yeah. aim. Will it happen? I don't know. I mean, obviously a lot of things have to be taken care of to keep to be able to afford that sort of thing and, and all that. So that's, that's, that's the ideal. Um, mm. But as far as how I, how I would raise my son different from my daughter – I don't know. I think that's that's a question that I'm going to have to uh, address in real time or learn as I go. You know, I think I, obviously um, I I probably will raise them differently and have somewhat different expectations for them, I suppose, or at least try to try to cultivate the different traits that you're talking about. It's not that if a boy does something wrong, it's okay, and if a girl does something wrong, it's not. But I I, I want I want to teach my son to be able and comfortable in taking risks to take leadership roles, to understand right and wrong and stick up for it. I want my daughter to be excellent in a supportive role so that she makes a great wife uh, one day, all of those. It's just, those are the philosophies with which you'd raise the kids, you know? So I, I I think um, for my son, I'll, I'll try to make a little adventurer out of him when he's very young. You know, I want him to, to explore, to, 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 I don't, like I said be comfortable in taking risks and and, and assessing new information and, and all of that stuff I'm kind of talking in circles here but you get what I'm saying
13: yeah, I think. Well, yeah, it, yeah. It, well it sounds like a, the main answer you gave uh, you know prior to the general philosophy which with which i agree um was that you were going to insulate them uh, from the public schools and the leftists uh so yeah. that you know they have minimal contact with them Me, I don't really have that option I live in the leftist uh, yeah, area yeah. I literally have those in this house. We believe black lives matter, but like, I don't know if you've seen those sides <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. all over the place, but there's a yeah. bunch like, everywhere. So the kid is going to be surrounded by leftists. That's a given. And uh, we're going to do public school because financially, we just don't have an option. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, and Nickelodeon, like you know, I can keep that out of the house, but on a, a long enough timeline that is going to be put in front of his face. And what, I find infuriating is the leftists who are doing this indoctrination insist they are not indoctrinating. They just say, "Oh no, this isn't even political or ideological. This is just teaching the kids to <laughs> you know love yeah. everybody." Yeah, and uh, that's it. And I've literally had arguments with them, and it, I know they're coming after the kids. And I, I'm not sure if they just don't believe that they're actually coming for the kids. Like when they you know reject the claim outright and said, "Oh, what are you talking about?" Yeah. Like you know that Nickelodeon video to me just seems very clear indoctrination. Like you've got a literal adult entertainer. Uh, in, you know, in the form of drag queen uh, and a parade with a, a, you know, a cartoon beaver with a double mastectomy. um, And (laughs) I I missed that part. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. But they're insisting like, no, no, this is just to show tolerance to everybody, no matter what, we're not sexualizing the kids. And I'm like, okay, what is a sexual orientation? Would you say it is a preference about what hole you want to put your gentles in or rub yeah. against or whatever like yeah like the whole flag is signifies a sexual lifestyle so what the hell are you talking about you're not sexualizing the kids and he said oh it's just to be tolerance of them though yeah. by your measure you can't just frozen the heterosexual lifestyles either and i'm like well i mean yeah to the extent that i'm not showing them porn um like i, I don't know anyway i guess i'm getting a little derailed uh no i it's important things to think about
0: unfortunately we're a little short on time so i'll probably have to keep it moving but um but I didn't. I didn't. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to box blonde out of that blonde. Did you have anything to add about uh, how to how to how to keep your uh, daughter on the right track? Let's put it
13: that. Yeah. Way. And did you feel my feminine traits was inadequate? Was it not sufficiently charitable to your gender?
1: Uh, I'm not too worried about that.
13: <laughs> okay.
1: I don't know if anybody tells me how they can possibly do this with any degree of certainty. I'm. I'm open to listening. I have a one year old, so I mean. She doesn't know what's going on.
0: (laughs)
13: Yeah, that's true. But, uh, give it a couple years. I don't know. She'd be like, look, mommy, I got a rainbow flag flag. Um, Yeah.
0: Chastity belt in a padded cell, straight jacket. Also. I know. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, well, thank you, man. And, uh, all the best to, uh, to you and your, uh, family to be.
13: Yeah, you too. Hope uh, that we'll talk before then. Probably have a good one. Yeah,
0: For sure. Okay. Um, we are tied up against the clock, but I do have L machine still here. So let's see if we can take one last call. We'll be quick and then we'll get to the email questions. L machine. Are you there? Yes, I am here. There All we right. go. Thank you for calling. It- Unfortunately, I'm really short on time, so I might have to be quick, but yep, what, that's uh, fine. That's fine. What's on your mind?
14: All right. Um, I guess a bit of, a, I guess a quick movie recommendation real quick. Uh, sure. If you're, if you're in it for a really well-made B movie, I highly recommend Deep Rising, starring Trent Williams and directed by Steven Sommers, okay. uh, the guy that did uh, the Mummy movies. First, year. oh yeah,
0: I saw the the first one a long time ago. Yeah,
14: yeah. Uh, he did Deep Rising before he did the Mummy, and it's a really it's a really fun film. It knows what it's doing. There's some really good chunk in che- uh, tongue in cheek type you know jokes and such, but uh, it's, for me, it's a highly recommend sure um okay uh i guess topic wise uh the homeless and encampment uh, stuff that's happening right now over okay. in california is just getting ridiculous
0: i saw uh, some footage from venice beach because the sheriff is walking around yes yes Holy I, was cow.
14: To, I was about to bring that up too yeah. uh, it was a daily wire video if i'm if i'm correct right
0: I don't know I've if you s- saw that one or not. I saw a local Los Angeles news report because the sheriff is touring and trying to help the homeless people.
14: Yes. But, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he He's finally she's trying to step in because it's just getting ridiculous. The homeless fighting each other, setting fires to their own tents and <laughs> yeah. little shops nearby. And apparently they try to help um a, a, an army vet, a homeless vet there, uh-huh. you know? And one of the deputies, you know, burst into tears. Just like, well, this is reminds me of my dad. You know, he was like that and this and this and this. And the thing was, they took him to the VA, you know, to get him treated and all this other stuff. But then the next day, he was already out and about on his own, like outside, like either away from it or outside of it or something like that. Reports were saying that or he's told that, oh, They just kicked me out of the deal. They didn't do this or nothing. But in reality, he didn't want to stay there because he was limited to where he was going to was allowed to go to. Hmm. And he didn't want that. And there's even if you watch the Daily Wire video, he even says so. He's like, I just don't want that. I know about all that. It's like, why
3: Hmm.
14: you had a roof over your head, possible three square meals a day and you all and. The, the treatment to take care of you why would you want to do that and then sure enough it just comes down to it these people don't want it yeah they don't want to better themselves
0: yeah
1: it's ridiculous so my generosity has run out and uh that's it and, and nobody should be giving them anything like what, what, those what are we hobos supposed to do by
0: here? choice man you made a video yeah. about that what like two or three years ago
1: like <laughs> I think it was like four years, five. God. And yeah.
0: it,
14: oh, in the same video too. There's a lady. Uh, you know, there's people who are, you know, they're voicing their opinion against the sheriff and such. Like we're not supposed yeah. to be attacking the homeless. We're supposed yeah, yeah. to be helping them, feed them, ask them what they need. It's like, and then what? You you give a mouse a cookie. They want a glass of milk. That yeah. you know the the song and dance with that. Sure. And it, it's not really going to solve nothing.
0: Yeah, it's a mess, man. California, uh, uh, I keep wondering how it's going to get worse, and it keeps getting worse. But uh, we shall I mean, see. Think, we'll I mean, we'll give you a are- last word quickly if you'd like it.
14: Okay. Um, I guess, thank God, here near uh, Austin, where I live around, uh, they're actually doing something about the homeless that's building up over here as well. But even then, that's mm. still a veil- thinly veiled, um, you know, option or sure. what they're trying to do with it. I mean, All it's, right. it's.
0: Well, All right. thank you for the thoughts, man. We got to let you go, but uh, appreciate the call. All
14: right. Again, Have a great night. check out Deep Rising. Have a good one.
0: Thank you. Okay. Thank you to the callers tonight. I appreciate you guys. Uh, We will get to our email questions here and uh, once again, if you'd like to participate in the show but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in, send us an email. The one and only place to do that is uh, on the contact page of my website, MattChristensenMedia.com slash contact. There is a call-in show question form for you to use and we will address your questions at the end of the show each week, including uh, we have a video question, actually. It's a
1: video comment. Just want to
0: what, I, does it pass through your scrutiny?
1: No, but he took the time to make a video, so let's do it anyway.
0: Well, I can't show the video, but I have the audio.
1: Yeah, yeah, fine.
0: Okay, yeah. if you want to submit a, a question by audio, you can unlist, uh, upload it unlisted to YouTube. We'll play it on the show. Do you have the video question
1: share open? Question by audio. Question by audio. Do you have the video uh, share re-open. open? Yeah, Okay, yeah, I did it. Just time me out for some reason. Uh, you can go ahead. I'll um.
0: Okay. You've heard it already. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. Oh, an error occurred. (laughs) Let me see if I can get it going here. Maybe. uh... Okay, let's take a question and come back to this one. Some sort of technical issue.
1: Dacrin. Dacrin says, since Blonde's view on voting in general is that it's pointless and Matt feels like it can't hurt to vote, how do the two of you feel about pushing for a third party? The current Republican Party is full of rhinos and the like, so maybe something along the lines of Constitution Party would be a good bet, considering how the past few elections have been. Uh, Why bother? If we do that, we're still trying to change the system from within the system. No, I'm done doing that. The system is broken Voting is pointless. We're never going to vote our way out of this. Even if we find some kind of a third party that we can rally around, what's the fucking point? We're still slaves of the federal government. We still have a pointless constitution to protect our rights. Why? Why should we even bother?
0: Uh, A third party in general, as long as you have a winner take all system, it's, it's just not going to work, unfortunately. So unless you're able to pull people away from the Republican party and defeat it that way by just making it extinct. But in effect, you'd still return to a two party system. As long as it's winner take all in our races, it's going to be two parties. So what's the better, if if you want a, a, a a more viable third party, I think you probably need electoral reform. To be honest, you'd have to have some sort of um, change in the voting system or some sort of change in a representation system in congress such that you could vote for um less popular parties and still have them win representation or still the 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 thing that i like is um what's what's the system where you can vote for your number one preference and then once that person or that party is eliminated you ha- it's a ranked it's a ranked choice voting system effectively mm-hmm. that'd be a nice system to have cuz a lot of times ranked
1: runoff voting
0: uh, just ranked voting in general. I don't know. But if, the idea is if I want to vote for, say, some third party candidate, kind of knowing that he's going to lose, um, you can make that you can make that your number one vote and then vote for the lesser of two evils after that with your secondary vote. I like that sort of idea because I can stick to principle first and foremost and stick to who I think best represents my views first and foremost without handing my vote effectively to the worst guy possible.
3: Yeah. Which is what happens a
0: lot of times now. Okay. I do have this video up, but I'm not sure you're going to be able to hear it. You have listened to this. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can play the video question now. Okay. Uh, This is from Mark and I'll, I'll play it. You won't be able to hear it, but uh, I'll, we'll answer it on the other side. Here we go.
15: Hey, Matt blonde. Um, I have a theory, and the theory is actually pretty simple. Uh, The reason that lefties are so against guns, of course, there's the the ones that just want to take guns away from everybody because they want them for themselves, but your average leftist, you know, the kind of leftist that kneels, you know, uh, the kind of leftist that apologizes for their whiteness. Um, If they carried a gun around. If they actually were a concealed carry holder. They would they would actually shoot people. They would (laughs) be so upset they would shoot people. So they're projecting their own inability to control themselves onto everybody. Be like, Oh, we can't have guns around. People will just snap and start murdering. No. (laughs) Just you would snap and start murdering. What do you think? (laughs)
0: Interesting. So they, they project their own emotional instability onto others, and that's why they're so terrified of uh, a yeah, potentially probably. deadly weapon. Yeah. I think there's probably Maybe. something to there's that. There's
1: probably some truth to that.
4: And
0: anyway, if you consi- thank you for
1: the commentary.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mark. Um, oh, Mark. No, it's an interesting theory. I, I think you're probably onto something there. Um, so thank you for that. Um, Matt sa- uh, Matt asks, curious on your exact stance on abortion. Are you guys personally against it, but think a woman should have the right?
1: No. If I'm personally against it, why would I think a woman should have that right? What about the right of the baby? And, you know, people always want to make this rule based on the exception. You know, 99.8% of abortions are for financial or sex selection or inconvenience purposes. Everybody's like, well, what about women that get uh, that get raped or victims of incest? That is such a tiny fraction of people that have abortions that I cannot believe we're legislating around this this exception. And even those babies, the, what about those babies rights? Do women have the right? No, they don't have the right. This is not constitutionally ordained. I don't care about the exception to this rule. I can't believe this is not illegal. And we have a sick society for even discussing why this should be illegal. Uh,
0: in a prior life, not even a prior life, probably within the last couple of years, I, I would have probably agreed with that. Sentiment. Um, But as I've thought about this over the years, uh, I can't give you a moral distinction between the decision to terminate the life in utero, which is a biologically distinct human being by any reasonable definition. What is the moral distinction between deciding to snuff out that life versus deciding that my neighbor next door annoys me and I'm just Mm -hmm. going to snuff out his life by choking him with a pillow? Yeah. And if I can't articulate that moral decision, uh, distinction, then I have to treat them as, as, as morally similar, if not morally exactly the same. And if it is uh, immoral in any circumstance, not in any circumstance, but to take the life of another person who isn't threatening you uh, in any way, um, if that's a if that's a immoral thing to do then it's not someone's right to do it in any context, whether the life that they're taking is in the womb or outside of the womb or sentient or non-sentient or valuable or non-valuable, depending on how we uh, make that definition. Exactly. So um, I, I really, I, I it'd be tough for me to give you exactly what I think the law should be in my state right now, but really all I would the only reason I say it would be tough is because there's all that fringe stuff around the edges that is not 95% of the abortions that we see today, which is what you're talking about. 90, 90 plus percent of these abortions are just people deciding an, a pregnancy would be inconvenient for me. So I wouldn't right. like one. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are a lot of people who are inconvenient for me. I don't kill them. Yeah. <laughs> you know Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, that's kind of my my thoughts. And there's
1: it. such there's such an vast litany of birth control options that it's like, uh, including,
0: uh, yeah, don't uh, don't bang people that you wouldn't uh, be comfortable becoming I'm a parent with. with. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Sistine Chapel, sixty nine. Why? Okay. Hey, Matt and Rebecca, do you guys have any philosophical heroes you attribute to helping you craft your own worldview? Have a great evening, and please read Anatomy of the State by Murray Rothbard to hmm. become based as fuck. Um, I took a humanities sequence in college. I read a lot of Plato and Aristotle and Voltaire and Nietzsche and Aquinas. And I think that 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 all helped a lot Hmm. to shape my worldview.
0: Um, I would say in terms of uh, a vision of what natural law and morality are, uh, I would credit uh, John Locke. And yeah. I would also credit uh, C.S. Lewis uh, last summer. Explain, like Helped me understand a lot of concepts of morality with mere Christianity. It didn't necessarily connect me to Christ in the way that I was looking for, but it did clarify a lot of moral concepts. And um, the last I would mention is Socrates for being the, well, for, for one, the quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. But two, just being the annoying guy, always asking why. Yeah, We need more annoying guys always asking why. It's uh, I know that they piss all of us off sometimes, but if you can't answer the question why, not only for why we as a society do things, but why you as an individual behave that you do the way that you do. If you can't explain every single piece of your day, why why am I doing this particular thing, this piece of my day? Why do I do that? And
1: -hmm. if you can't
0: explain that convincingly to yourself, it's probably not something you should be doing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and Marx, of course, helped
0: uh for in a reverse way or how
1: yeah remember i I read the communist manifesto and i was Mm. inspired but you know to have to to understand something like that you do have to read it it was only until later that i saw how it was flawed but it was Mm. good for me to see why it was enticing to people Mm. um and of course uh hitler all right. <laughs> Blaine says, I recently heard someone say you can't have faith without doubt. If that's the case, mm. how would that impact Matt's uh, religious views and openness to theism? How comfortable are you, Matt, to the idea of believing in something that cannot be proven?
0: Yeah, uh, that's probably the the themes that you're getting that at there are probably right where I'm hung up, because what I'm stuck at is is exactly that, that I don't see a conclusive link about some of the moral lessons that I think observance of the natural world can teach us to say um, the belief in or the teachings of Jesus Christ specifically. But to your point, um, what would faith be without doubt or the possibility of doubt? Yeah, I suppose that would kind of defeat the purpose. Um, I don't know that all of those concepts get wrapped into kind of a, a mental pretzel for me. So I'm still trying to untie them, but uh, I've never been warmer to these concepts that I am now, and um, certainly scenes like the one we saw out of the uh, out of the Folsom Street Pride Parade are, are <laughs> pushing me closer to those things every single day. But that's a that's a succinct way to put it. You can't have faith without doubt.
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah. one to think about. Thank you for that.
1: Tegosinski also. Mm. The philosophers
0: question. who influenced yeah. you. Yeah. Chris M says, Hey faggots blonde. Have you seen the prophecy with Christopher Walken about a second war in heaven?
1: Nope. But I do love Christopher Walken. Sorry. I haven't mm. seen it. Chris M and James that's a movie. Worthington. Yeah. So I haven't seen uh, it. <laughs> I've heard blonde say I'm paraphrasing here. Um, I this is probably a huge mischaracterization. You can't have a libertarian society without religion because there are too many low IQ people. I've never said that. Uh, following this logic, you can have a libertarian society without religion. As long as the population is a, if average to above average IQ you know what the most annoying demographic is white, like leftist atheists between the IQ of a hundred and one Oh five. Hmm. Give me like 10 to one Christian Mexicans with a 90 IQ that know that they don't know anything. And I will, I will take them over, over this Dunning Kruger nonsense. Um, I don't want to have a, a I liber- I don't think you can have a libertarian society with a bunch of, 105 IQ know it alls. The 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 IQ needs to be so much higher to be able to institute those values in a, any meaningful way.
0: To your point, the only reason Socrates was wise is because he knew that he was unwise.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> that that's the first test of knowing anything at all is admitting that you know nothing. Everybody knows that that has a that has actually has a high IQ. So like you want to have an actual libertarian society. Give me a society of. Five million white people of like Western and Northern European heritage. A hundred Chinese people, a hundred Koreans, a hundred Japanese, and everybody has 135 IQ.
0: The perfect mix. Lame-o. It's been achieved. <laughs>
1: That's, That's a diverse note.
0: society. Yeah. Jared Holt. Let's be, <laughs> let's be very clear. <laughs> God. Do
1: you have anything to add? To that?
0: Uh, no. I mean, the question was for you. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ryan says, uh, Hey guys, I've seen a lot of uh, posts about how uh, if the punishment for a crime is a fine, then it's only a crime for the poor on both the right and the left. But how else are we supposed to punish lower crimes? Going 50 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone is technically breaking the law. But is it bad enough to send a person to jail or use lethal force as well as for higher crimes? I just don't see the limiting principle. The only thing I could think of it, which already exists, is you could sentence them to some sort of community service or if you can't pay the fine. But isn't that usually an option? If you get a, a criminal fine that you cannot pay for whatever reason, aren't there usually ways to uh, take some sort of alternative punishment or, or do some community service or something? You have like to get that? like
1: points on your license, I think.
0: Okay, I mean, I, I guess as as a matter of if fines were the only option, I suppose one element of justice reform I could support is maybe there should be alternative punishments that don't hit your pocketbook. I suppose. But I
1: don't know. You guys are missing the forest through the trees on this one because that's a stupid law.
0: Which, which law?
1: If you have a minor infraction that's nonviolent, it's, it's just to get money out of people. It's a stupid law. It doesn't make oh, society sure. better or safer.
0: Well, um, but, but at the same time, they are things that need to go punished. Like you look at what's happening in San Francisco with the petty theft and all this nonsense right now, where low-level crimes are treated as non-crimes and so people just go wild.
1: Those aren't low-level crimes, though. They should mm. be bashing those people in the knees.
0: Well, okay. So what's a low level, like speeding is what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. The speeding's stupid. Mm. I mean, if, if you're going uh, 50 over, if you're going a hundred in a, in a 50 mile per hour zone, there could be an argument there that you're endangering people. You're going 50 in a 40, per, 40 mile per hour zone. It's like, who gives a fuck? This shouldn't be a law. This is just price gouging. Well, it's not price gouging, but it, it, it's just like extracting money from all people so that we can fund whatever stupid crap that the government wants to use our money for.
0: What do you think, uh, Do you think we just shouldn't punish or what do you think a better punishment would be?
1: We shouldn't punish for stuff like that. That shouldn't be a crime.
0: What's the line, though? 50 over Uh, 40, 30?
1: Yeah, there has to be a line, obviously. Hmm. But uh, these these minor traffic infractions, I mean, it's just such an incredible waste of time. And it's what police do mostly.
0: Yeah, Uh, I'd be willing to entertain non-financial penalty, but. I just I, I worry about the slippery slope of I suppose speeding is its own kind of thing. But just I don't want to be too lenient on perceived low level crimes because then you get people abusing that system and committing all sorts of low level crimes. Though I agree That's why that, as a
1: society we have to be careful about what is a perceived low level right, crime. I wouldn't like, call theft a low level right. crime. Right.
0: Stealing property is a different yeah. thing than breaking the speed limit, I would say.
1: So five lashings in okay. the public square. All right. For every item you've stolen at a local, you know, downtown LA CVS. Every theft gets Black one finger
0: cut ca- cut off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Remember what I said about these this middle these Middle Eastern cultures? I mean, they got right some things some figured stuff. out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is incompetent hands, Matt. I agree about John Connor, but I feel bad for the actor. With all that fame, he wound up worse than Hunter Biden. Fame for dudes is like su- being super hot for chicks. With regular dudes checking out and not making the, uh, something of themselves, why are we still seeing guys self-destruct? Is it because of a digital world where women can find the apex male or are doing, oh, I lost my place, or are women doing that because of the state of men? Uh, we should take these one at a time. Okay. With regular dudes checking out and not making something of themselves, why are we still seeing guys self-destruct? I mean, isn't the answer in the question there? Uh, because regular dudes are checking out and not making anything of themselves. that not that self-destruction? Um, is it because of a digital world where women can find the apex male? Or are women doing that because of the state of men? Uh, it's, a, it's a chicken or the egg thing. I mean, men gave women the freedom to, um, to be sexually irresponsible. So in that way, uh, you guys mistakenly gave us that freedom and we mistakenly took that freedom and now everybody's fucked. Hmm. so i i don't really know that it matters who who did this um would you be down for a gender studies class that was based and taught uh that based was based in and taught things like hypergamy of course you know i would could really improve gender relations bring on a hot chick for the female perspective jk need blondie i
0: don't know the term hypergamy yeah the action it means of-
1: like oh, oh go ahead
0: the uh, the the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship with a person of a superior sociological or educational background.
1: Yeah, so, so every women woman dating strategy
0: is yeah. that okay?
1: Yeah, which people act like as some sort of negative sexual strategy. Um, it's literally why society and Western civilization exists. Hmm. If women didn't want to bang people that had higher social status, what what would men what would incentivize men to do anything at all?
0: Uh, yeah, fair point
1: um bring on a hot check for the female perspective jk need blonde input um (laughs) i think that women all practice hypergamy and allowing them to see that is um probably helpful for their own ability Hmm. to understand themselves
0: we might have to go into super speed mode here because we have a lot left okay so let's uh let's go one quick answer each uh, where okay. they're addressed to both of us New York zoomer says uh, I recently started dating a girl and she has right-wing values but seems overall apolitical should I take what I can get or should I try to push her to become more politically invested um va- the values are the key the key piece there yeah. if, if she shares a vision for the future um and a values values based vision for the future your values align great politics mm-hmm. is secondary to that and it is really a reflection of that so I wouldn't consider that. You don't want to be a, talking about this yeah. shit
1: all the time, too. It's exhausting.
0: Yeah. I think you're in good shape.
1: Um, Nicolia Craft. Matt, I told my fiance about how you said your wife accosts people for wearing masks, and you said that you <laughs> might have to fight someone because of it. She yeah. thought that was very cute, but wanted me to ask, is your wife, if your wife started a fight with another woman, would you punch Ooh. out a woman for your wife?
0: Well, Ooh. she mostly talks shit to men. So <laughs> hopefully I don't end up in that situation. That's a fascinating question. My wife picks a fight with another chick. And then it's a chick fight. I, I OK, I have to intervene to protect my wife, yeah. but am I going to punch out a woman for my wife? Probably not. What If my wife picked a fight and was in some kind of physical altercation with another chick, I'd probably remove her from that situation. I'm not going to attack. Now, just to be clear, if someone else attacks my wife, that person's going down. Mm-hmm. but if my wife picks a fight with somebody and I don't want her to get harmed, I'm going to remove her from that situation. Yeah. That would be the way I'd respond.
1: Okay.
0: Is that, okay. uh, do you have any dispute with that approach?
1: Nope. Okay. Uh, dangerous spaces next.
0: Uh, back in February, I told you guys about a mock press conference I did for university where I had to explain how or why a 12 year old got AIDS from a tainted blood donation. That's right. That's so politically incorrect. I can't believe they allowed you to do that. You Ut- uh, utilizing PR techniques, we had to, or we had learned so far, we were a- we were able to answer every single question as perfectly as possible. Now, when Kamala Harris is given pretty softball questions about why she hasn't visited the border yet, she has given bizarre answers or just snaps at those who ask. My question is, why do you think Kamala Harris is so much worse at this than some dumbass university students? It can't be for lack of media training. She is the vice president. There is no way she's not be not being given media training, uh, but she is potentially going to be elevated to the role of president, and she can't answer basic questions about why she's not fulfilling her role. Why is she so bad at this? Thoughts? I w- The only pushback I would say is maybe literally every PR person they have is devoted to managing that dementia mess that is yep. Joe Biden and maybe Kamala doesn't actually get a lot of help that would be the only pushback theory I have because
1: um, she's a diversity the, hire and she doesn't have to be good at her job
0: there's that and I also think there's probably something that's about her some, some piece of her attitude that she just uh, you know I, I'm speaking don't tell me what to do believe me I sympathize with the don't tell me what to do approach but for someone like Kamala Harris it, it can put you in a bad spot I think it's quite possible that she is receiving coaching and she's kind of a diva and doesn't care and doesn't value it. Uh, Something like that might be going on.
1: Yeah. Um, Who was that?
0: That was Dangerous Spaces, so Force Ghost. Force Ghost Sean
1: Connery says, "Uh, what are the trends in both uh, white and black unconventional baby names say about their respective cultures since the 90s? It's become common for whites to use names like Mason or Cooper, often using surnames as given names while blacks will have the Deshaun I don't even know how to say it.
0: Jaquavius. What? Or Shanene.
1: Why? <laughs> um, I, I, I think Malcolm Gladwell talks about this in Freakonomics, but it's a reflection of uh, the, the income and uh, career desires of the parents.
3: Hmm.
0: I so would...
1: somebody that names their kid Jaquavius wants their kid to be a drug dealer. That's the only thing I can <laughs> think of, Like, right?
0: I, I was gonna speculate a higher level. Well, I, I think we have a culture that in general does not look at the past with respect or reverence or anything like that. They look yeah. at the past and think, "What a bunch of backwards idiots." That's true. Yeah. So I think that there is a lot of that. Like we don't want to, we don't want a lot of um, Gertrudes or uh, Phyllises or anything because they were <laughs> a bunch of racist fools back then. That kind of stuff. I don't know. Um, for me. I either love or hate kind of old school classy names. I don't really think about so it. Do I. Whether I like the people of the time or not, but like some old classic names, really love. Sometimes they're terrible, and I think there's no like there's no such thing as a five year old Gertrude. That, that sure they're there born is. ninety when the, when yeah. a Gertrude is born, she's or ninety Linda. out of the womb. Yeah, Linda. Yeah, sorry to all the Lindas or the Gertrude listeners.
1: Ah, dude. My fucking bitch neighbor came over and yelled at me for like an hour about my dog barking. Guess what her name is?
0: Mm, can't be Karen. That's too obvious. It's,
1: it's Karen. Really?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, you've come to the wrong place.
0: Be nice to her. She's going extinct. We know how few Karens there are being born.
1: No way. She's so terrible. She throws trash in my yard and stuff. Hmm. Um. Okay. Fan says a fan. Do you think that it's possible to make certain factions of uh, the left are useful idiots? My left co-worker, far left co-worker, coworker, can easily see the shortcomings of capitalism and the system in general far better than most on the right. Leftists like my co-worker also seem to have much more energy and drive to reform, destroy the system than the typical right winger. Is it a wise idea to ally with people like this? Mm. And how can we do it while maintaining control? (laughs) This Um, is blonde talk right here. I mean, it just depends on if they can truly be appealed to in any meaningful sense. But we are going to have to um, overtake these hordes of retards in society because what the fuck else are we supposed to do with them?
0: See, this we is can't, the stuff we I can't
1: kill them. I mean, this is
0: the stuff I hate. And I understand where you're coming from. And the questioner, I, I just this is a question of maybe i see the world as i want it to be rather than it is because i don't want to look at the world and think there are masses of morons out there who need to be managed if only i can be the one to manage them i would like a world in which every person is a uh, a, a self-owning self actualized independent thinker who yeah. values his rights and does the right thing now that's adorable you, you tell me never. who's naive in that uh so i understand where you guys are coming from at the same time I want nothing to do with managing the idiot hordes. I just, I'm just going to pass It'll be easy though. On.
1: I mean, look how easily they've uh, been indoctrinated to believe stupid ass stuff like critical race theory. It's like if we can indoctrinate these people with whatever we want, they'll be very useful. They'll just be mindless droves of people doing our bidding. That sounds awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the, here's, here's a counter argument. Maybe the only bidding they should be doing is the bidding of God or the bidding of traditional faith.
3: Oh, yeah. That's where I become more sympathetic.
0: It's not about any individual person's bidding. It's about a life that serves a, a higher power or a higher morality. And I'm much more comfortable with that, actually, than than human beings manipulating each other to achieve good outcomes if, if if we could all agree on a on a, a just and moral higher power to achieve that sort of end sign me up for that again team christ looking uh better than ever these days a lot better than like we got to get the right guy to control the uh puppet strings you know you're right maybe i'm already there my god maybe tonight's the night maybe this is it
1: this is it i uh. heard it here
0: juggernaut the destroyer says have you guys thought about watching cringy oh this was the one we we got this question earlier
1: whoops um, we answered that
0: yes uh well i don't know i'll have to convince blonde i love cringe but you know she, she gets her say on that mm. joshy boy says Harkening back to matt's distaste for the last of us 2 what are your thoughts on the current condition of entertainment media movies video games books etc what would be your advice to aspiring writers, actors, game designers, and so on to combat wokeness within the entertainment or media uh, industry? Um, to be honest, I'm so checked out of video games that I can hardly comment fairly. Last I was invested in it, it was going the same woke direction as all of entertainment forms. So I assume it probably is continuing to do that. Movies, Anonymous
1: content. That is my advice to people. Oh,
0: that's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's the solution. You have to make video games under a pen name, basically.
1: Yeah. Who do we have? We have Freedom Tunes. We have um, Murdoch Murdoch. What What else? What else do we have?
0: Oh, just like g- general non woke. You don't have anybody who has like the backing of a mega corporation, really?
1: No, but, you know, at some point, people like Peter Thiel are going to be giving us money.
0: Um. What would be my advice well, uh it depends which philosophy you take. If you have the philosophy that you want to fight for the institutions that currently exist, get a job, try to climb the ladder. My only advice would be if you want to fight within the current system, don't try to do it from the lowest rung on the ladder. You got to play the long game and try to climb into a leadership position and then influence uh exert your influence once you once you do that. If you're not that patient or you don't believe that the institutions are worth salvaging, you got to reinvent the wheel a little bit. You got to make something from scratch. But maybe that's the way you do it. Maybe, maybe the the like, on uh, uh, do it anonymously or create a a, a pseudonym for these projects is a way to protect yourself from attacks. I like that thinking.
1: Cap'n Fapping. I like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: If time is money, money is power. Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely jeff mm. bezos is functionally immortal omnipresent omnipotent why should billionaires exist how is that much consolation of power moral? i mean i agree with you I, I don't know if it is moral but then you get into this argument uh, like how much money is the appropriate amount of money what is the yeah. ceiling i don't want to i don't want to have any price ceilings on people because i complain about uh, price floors constantly so i don't know that being said um i hope jeff bezos Burns and hell.
0: I, I don't think that there's a such thing as a, an immoral or a moral amount of wealth. I think the only way it's moral or immoral is how you acquired it. Did you violate someone else's rights in doing so? And Which he power, surely has. I just don't know. I mean, I yeah. I I can't accuse him of things I don't have specific uh, information to base that on. But simply because someone has wealth does not mean that they acquired that wealth immorally. That's true. Um and it doesn't mean that they're an immoral person by the same token, simply because someone has power by virtue or influence by virtue of that also doesn't mean that they're an immoral person. Um, it means that they have maybe uh, an increased potential to abuse others. And certainly where they do, they should be held accountable, but I, but I, that's that's as far as I'd be willing to go. You got to talk about the individual action that they did. I'm very yeah. uncomfortable with the premise that simply by virtue of someone having wealth, they're a bad person. I don't think that's the case at all.
1: Yeah, but by virtue of being a billionaire, you're usually a bad person. Uh,
3: I, why? I'm not willing
1: to legislate it. I just can't think of a lot of truly virtuous billionaires. Most of them got there by doing something shitty.
0: Maybe, but, but how Soros. much good what have they? me how much good have they done too?
1: I don't know an like, unquantifiable amount of good and bad. This is an impossible question.
0: Well, I, I'm just saying, in general, you don't build billions in wealth by abusing others. You build billions in wealth by providing a product or a service that people consume in very large amounts.
1: That's
0: true. And you can abuse people along the way. You definitely can. I just, I, I, I want to be very wary of this, uh, this standard. Anyway, cr- did you read that one? Uh, I think so. Yeah, or m- Chris maybe to the a- J. Yeah.
1: Uh, what are your opinions on dealing with companies connecting to foreign parties such as China? I'd be in favor of treating any companies that has business manufacturing in China, or potential enemies as operatives of a foreign power, and having mm. surveillance of some sort on companies as to be able to operate in China, they must abide by the CCP rules, and by extension, against the US. Yeah, fine. I don't care. I don't have an ethical problem with uh with this kind of surveillance. Do you?
0: Let's see. I got to read it one more time. Opinions on dealing with companies connecting to foreign parties, such as China. Be in favor of treating these companies that have business or manufacturing in China or potential enemies as operatives of a foreign power. Hmm. Um. I guess I, I would just need a little more explanation of what that means. What do you want to do when you say you want to treat them as operatives of a foreign country? What does that mean? You want to do with to them or, or with them
1: surveil them constantly.
0: Well, can you do that? So what you're saying is American companies that simply have dealings overseas, or are we saying foreign companies? Both. Man, do you do? Well, I guess the question is, do you surrender your rights by virtue of foreign dealings? That's kind of an interesting question.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, that, I don't that know that a good way to deal with things.
0: I don't know that foreign entities have constitutional rights before the federal government. That itself is a,
1: they a surely don't. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like, uh, that, that, that whole question is like, what do you do with enemy combatants, uh, in war? Can you, can you treat them? Can you treat prisoners of war differently than say, uh, your traditional prisoner in the United States? One legally and two morally. Yeah. That's all. But I I think there's an interesting debate there. So, but I'll set that aside and say you're talking about an American company with foreign involvement. They still have rights as American citizens that have to be respected.
1: Yeah, but they, they would forfeit in a way that you would uh, forfeit uh, certain rights like voting for dual citizenship in Blontopia.
0: I suppose as long... I could entertain this idea as long as um, there's some agreement or option. That is to say, like, uh, you can opt out of this sort of oversight by simply uh, running and managing your company in the United States. You don't want U.S. oversight of uh, this operation don't deal with China. That's the choice, right? Um, yeah, I can, I can, I can see where you're coming from. I just, I'm, uh, that's a difficult question. Do you surrender rights by operating uh, in a foreign country? I, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a slippery slope yeah, as much as I don't yeah. like China.
1: McMonahan. What are your thoughts on capital punishment? Should the worst criminals in society be allowed to live on the taxpayer's dime? Now from an ethical perspective, um, the killing somebody like Ted Bundy, I, uh, I don't give a shit. However, I don't trust our legal system, our judicial system. Uh, you saw what happened with Chauvin and all this other stuff. You, you trust a jury of 12 of your peers to make major decisions on whether or not people should live or die. I don't think so. I can't think of a better way to do it. Um, that being said, uh, there's this misconception that people that are executed are actually, less expensive to deal with than life in prison without parole. However, at the end of the day, it turns out to be more expensive because of the appeals process. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm not really sure that we're saving any money by executing people. Um, I really didn't answer your question. Do you have anything to say about this?
0: I'm pretty much in agreement with you on the philosophy there that are, are there people who commit crimes so egregious that death is a just penalty? I think so. do I trust what is an inherently, I think, a very good, but inherently flawed justice system that we have to administer penalties of that consequence? Mm, n- not really. So I, I tend to oppose the death penalty for that reason. Um, but I, should, should the worst criminals in, in society be allowed to live on the taxpayer dime? I don't know. I, I've. I, I, they're they're going to regardless. I suppose that's yeah. the, to the point that you're making. D- do you really have an option not to? If they have a right to appeal, whether it's a life uh, life sentence in prison or a death sentence, they're going to appeal those things. Do they have, and a, they right to have those a right? They should have a right to appeal. I think, think what they happened they should, to the yeah. West
1: Memphis Three. I mean, yeah. railroaded by a bunch of Arkansas hicks. All three of them innocent.
0: So, I suppose. I mean, in a perfect world, no. Like, if someone is a serial killer, do we owe them anything? Probably not. But. In a, in a world of principle where we have to make sure that we get these outcomes right because of the, the gravity of them, um, that's kind of the reality of the system that we have. And does the government have a legitimate role and a, and a legitimate purpose in a justice system and the administration of criminal justice? Yeah, I think much yeah. more so than 90 percent of other taxpayer expenses. So take
1: solace that almost all pedophiles are annually raped in prison.
0: and that's free we don't pay for that We just free we only have to feed the anal rapists and that's a cost that we're all willing to pay
1: anybody (laughs) that you find out has murdered a pedophile in prison you can donate to their commissary
0: wow you ever see that what's that crazy clip of that like that pedophile who just gets like shot in the head yes shot
1: in the head by the dad of the kid that he he raped that's
0: nuts it's from like the 80s or something I watched it like 40 times Yeah. you must have been the person who sent it to me I can't remember where I saw it but it was great Okay. Luca says, four year fan of y'all. Thank you. Uh, Looking for some family building advice. I'm a gay dude just bursting with pride right about now. Lol, fuck Pride Month. Um, who happens to be in a serious interracial relationship? I know all of blonde's favorite things. Uh, we reject the ideology of the alphabet community, and hope to eventually homestead and raise a family of our own. You've shared your own. Uh, you've shared that you believe the nuclear family is the best for raising kids, and I was wondering what are the top three things that you believe we should or should not make sure we do as we raise our kids in the future, so that we can most closely replicate the nuclear family experience.
1: Man, they should definitely adopt like some African kids or something like that.
0: Save them from the lesbians, first of all. For real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Only you, my homosexual conservative friends can save <laughs> five inner city black kids from a pair of bull dykes. Um, I don't know. I mean, my thing about this is that it's always better for for adopted kids to be in a heterosexual situation. However, if you really want to adopt kids, um, you can get kids out of a terrible situation that will be better off in your care. Mm-hmm. If I, I could not allow any gay people to adopt kids, though, I would.
0: Uh, we've had and we've had this discussion a whole bunch. I think, um, to me, like best the best interest of the child has to be first and foremost, and I'm willing to go where data lead it's just you can't study this objectively it's one of those no-nos in social science what are the outcomes for um kids who are adopted into gay homes versus outcomes for kids who are adopted into straight homes i'm not coming at that with any this is a
1: whole this is a whole thing though because it's also an interrelation it's an interracial homosexual relationship so the kids Mm -hmm. are going to have identity problems from day one so i really don't care about People in the, say, in the live chat are saying, like, don't adopt outside of your race. Yeah, but what are these people supposed to do? Like, what do you do if you're gay? You can't just, like, pray the gay away. Like, this dude's in a stable relationship with somebody.
0: I mean, all, all I could say is if you go this route, the, the only, th- what what I hope that you would teach the children is that traditional gender roles, the nuclear family, it's not that it's that 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 is something that has value, i suppose like you you can put a kid in a in a good spot without um at uh, placing scorn on something else you know what i mean i i just i would i would obviously it doesn't sound like you're the sort of people that are going to indoctrinate woke gender ideology right. into them anyway, but that's true, um, but
1: I think also daughters would do better in this situation,
0: hmm. I think it'd be uh, easier
1: socially to be like, I have two gay dads. Like, can they take oh. you shopping than a kid yeah. being like a son being like, I have two gay dads and it's affected my self-image. But yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. But I think daughters, you get like a, like a spoiled Asian girl in this situation. I bet she'd do real well.
0: Hmm. All right. We've solved it. I just hacked Thank your you. life, Mr. <laughs> homosexual. Is that the Thank last you. question? Pre- appreciate it. Yeah. Um, We have
1: tons of super chats. We got to. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, let's get through them and we'll call it. Thank you to our email or questions once uh, again and uh, over on the website, on the contact page, you can find the email submission form. Thank you guys.
1: Johnny boy. Quick draw. The majority of Americans don't have the slightest notion of what following the constitution would entail. Did I already read those? I think
0: we got that one.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Friends and fishing with Paul looking good. Blonde. Thank you, Matt. Were you a lefty before doing your show?
0: Uh, oh yeah, I guess uh, we we probably haven't, uh, or maybe you're new-ish, But both blonde and I are former leftists. Although you're probably, well, I don't know how far did you I go. Was a I vote
1: no, nothing libertarian. That's probably about as far as I went.
0: I voted Obama twice. I don't I think did you not d- vote, yeah. you didn't you didn't vote either. Oh. Hmm. Um, yeah, it wasn't until like late 2015, early 2016, that I started uh, waking up to these things so
1: holden mulray hi truth seekers matt is right regarding the need for third government branch uh that politicians overreach or abdicate their responsibilities does not condemn the system as no system is foolproof against the people this goes way back jefferson complained of judicial tyranny or that judicial tyranny made the constitution a thing of wax Hmm. federalism can work it just has not been correctly implemented (laughs) god bless you both i know
0: Although it had a better run than most other proposals. Let's give it that. I think. I yeah.
1: Mostly peaceful gun under the Austin shooter, that guy shooting people in Alabama and Georgia and those two kids who shot a security guard in land all had something in common. Those white militia types are out of control. Hmm. Nuggle hunky buck. Does the FBI count the time that the FBI tried to kill MLK to tried to get MLK to kill himself in their hate crime statistics.
0: (laughs) I don't know. Actually, I don't know the story either. They tried to do that? (laughs) I guess so. Oh, I'll have to look that up.
1: (laughs) Big donation from Mr. Gold Ember. Thank you so much. Mm. I was wondering if you guys have seen the podcast from Dark Horse on the spike proteins in the vaccines. The lack of transparency on vaccine deaths and the spread of spike proteins in the body causing long-term damage is a real uh, sketch. Let like the hate flow, blonde. Yes, I, I'm getting highly conspiratorial about the vaccine stuff in particular. I'm pretty sure they want to. They're doing some sort of widespread population control with this. We love you. Um, You're very special. Become obvious in statistics for several years.
0: Thanks for supporting the show. I've not seen the episode. Was that the one that got Brett Weinstein banned or punished on YouTube? I
3: don't know.
0: He had an episode taken down recently for, and he was talking with like a vaccine expert guy or a guy who. Legit develops vaccines. And Susan said, Nope, sorry. You can't contradict the WHO. I'll have to
1: check it out. Uncle Hunky Buck. It wasn't the hate of the Nazis that caused brave men to throw their lives down on the beaches of Normandy. It was the love of Liberty. How did that work out for everybody?
0: That's an interesting way to phrase it. But I, I guess, I guess to return to the point, there was no, whether you're talking about, uh, world war II in Europe, or you're talking about, uh, in the Pacific or really any war. There are wars that and I'm not even commenting on those. There is a such thing as a just war that has to be fought. And when there is a just war that has to be fought, you don't really uh, win that by walking up with hugs and handshakes. It's it's uh, a it's true. a terrible, bloody, messy thing that must be done. And I don't know if hate is the right way to characterize that motive, but it's not. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe to get at his point, it, it's um, th- like the reason you lock your door. It's not because you hate everybody on the outside. It's because you love the people on the inside. That's a that's kind of what he's saying. Um So I suppose maybe he's on to something. I just don't think love always wins. Sometimes hate kicks ass. How about that? Yeah,
1: well, let's make that sign. Hate wins. <laughs> hate always wins. Hate Embrace has hate. Hate, hate is sometimes applicable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Hold a Mulray. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter (laughs) under heaven. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Ain't that the
0: calling? All graphic designers in the audience, can someone make blonde a a yard sign that says "Hate has a home here"? Yeah. Would you actually put put that? Will you do it?
3: Fuck yeah! Okay, I would.
0: I would love to see this. Hate as hate has a home here, but but please. Can it be the like super uh, this the the you know the font that they would use to write hate has no home here where it's all yeah flowery and and yeah, uh, yeah. it's got but a it needs l- to be
1: a black and white sign
0: okay someone someone please I want to see this you, happen
1: Levi King have you read about nullification constitutional it's a theory that the states decide what constitutional and mm. uh, what is constitutional and just don't enforce what they don't agree with not SCOTUS, if you disagree amend. That's uh, fantastic.
0: So it'd have to be like a convention of states to decide these things or I guess to your point individual states if they just don't like it like yeah we're not doing that.
1: Mr. Matthew Sturgis good evening and thanks for the Sandy safe space. Have you seen what's going on in Minneapolis currently more protests six blocks from my old house in Uptown. Very grateful to be out of there. What a bunch of bullshit. They're still doing this
0: just in time. Yeah it's uh, it's still for this Winston Boogie Smith guy um, who is a felon who apparently shot at police uh you know and he was just a father of three just a father of three with how many uh different moms who knows uh yeah. that was not explained in the stories but yeah again just like you think they pick terrible heroes uh what and why was winston boogie smith um a felon and banned from fire firearm ownership for aggravated robbery and why was he he's on probation for aggravated robbery the terms of his probation were like okay uh just basically don't have any guns and please, for the love of God, take care of your kids. And he couldn't yeah. do either of those things. Ooh,
1: yeah. well, uh, Bill Biz. Big donation. Thank you, sir. Blonde, we enjoy your interview with Garvin. I assume. <laughs> yeah. In spite of the phone calls and absolutely loved the Laura Towler interview. Both are unjustifiably political pariahs. Matt, you'll love my cousin Vinnie. Laura Towler mm. is just she is just sugar and spice. I love talking to her and she's just. Wonderful for people that don't know about Patriotic Alternative, please check it out. Check out my interview with Laura Towler. it was about a month ago. We love you, and thanks for You're very the show. special Angry Bellsprout. to celebrate Juneteenth. Can you do a video on 1862 DC Emancipation Act? Lincoln offered owners three hundred for each freed slave and a hundred plus one way ticket to Africa to each slave. <laughs> that is a hate fact
0: i have not looked into the his, you know, history of the civil war that i was not taught i need to look into yeah, that one
1: for real but lincoln free the slaves all he cared about was was emancipation mm-hmm. uh furious dan we should stop using the word capitalism it makes it sound like an ism we should call it what it really is and what commies are actually fighting against property rights yeah it, Ugh, yeah. it is kind of, yeah is capitalism truly the the purest embodiment of property rights though
0: I, I would be hard pressed to tell you a distinction between the two. Capitalism is simply the system that results when property rights are enshrined and preserved.
1: That's fine. So long as we have a system of taxation, though, the property rights uh, cease to exist in oh, any I kind see. Of pure and meaningful form. So uh
0: yeah. I, I see. Um that we don't by virtue of things like property tax, we don't respect property rights. Yeah, I see where you're going.
1: JB- Point taken. I don't give a fuck who's bigger. We need an unsafe space crossover. Carter and Matt would have the greatest philosophical discussions. Carrie and blonde should spark all the spiciness. In my honest opinion, who
0: I guess it's unsafe space. I'm not familiar with their show, but.
1: Huh? Interesting.
0: We'll have to check them out.
1: There is another female male team and they're called unsafe space.
0: Apparently so. I'm not familiar. Did they
1: rip us off or are we just not very original?
0: (laughs) I don't know. We invented, uh, we invented we invented female male pairing on a podcast. Yeah. No one can steal Do that.
1: Them. Carrie. Yeah. Or something.
0: Fuck Cara? off, Carter. <laughs> you an original piece of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm JK. They, they might be lovely people. Yeah. Uh, but they're not. Um, yeah. Jonathan Prezios says, uh, can talk about can we talk about how blonde finds Mike from Red Letter Media hotter than Jay? This is a crazy revelation to me, and I wanted Matt to actually see the people from Red Letter Media and see this. You know why it is? Because Jay is fucking short, and he's a mouthy erudite, just little bastard. Hmm. Whereas Mike is a um, tall man with a dry sense of humor and a dad bod, which is just that just fires on all cylinders for me.
0: He's is he always wearing like a like a plumber shirt? Oh yeah. Okay. No, I don't wears, even know what wears, to call that. It just looks like a shirt of like Mike a plumber guy and would
1: wear. My J Red Letter Media. All right. Uh oh yeah, he's so hot. <laughs> so hot. Okay. Um, I got I got distracted. Woo. Oh oh geez. Okay, calm um, down. Um, Kurt, Kurt is up next. Carson. I was lucky. We sang Dixie in school on stage. Blacks and whites at one of our plays. Taught the Alamo was the height of bravery. Uh, Battle of San Jacinto was proof of god plano school's mid-70s man mm. can you imagine
0: wow it seems unthinkable now
1: mm. um my throat's getting a little tickly can you read <clears throat> can you read some of these
0: <laughs> this is a, a well-timed black magic says hey skag please tell us more about how the slippery slope is just a fallacy and how you're fed i've ne- first of all i've never said that but i get you're doing a, a bit the slippery slope is just a fallacy in how your fence sitting principles can save Western civilization from collapse. My wife's boyfriend really wants to know. <laughs> hey, we've been talking about how the slippery slope is not a fallacy for years on a this. Show. In fact, time, we were yeah. talking about that earlier tonight. Yeah. Um, but print, I, I actually find that to be a contradiction in term. In terms, fence sitting principles. If you have principles, you're not fence sitting. If your principles, right, 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 yeah. So, but I, I get it. I know you're making a bit, you're being a funny man. I get it. But just defending, uh, just defending my perspective. Slosher says on abortion, comedian Doug mm-hmm. Stanhope said, saying it's okay to abort a fetus in the case of grape, is it's like saying uh, it's okay to kill someone if their father is an asshole. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, pretty much Aladdin's nightmare says uh, googled Folsom. I imagine that trans crap, critical race theory, drag queen story hour uh, and other crap going on in the world is what happened before Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed. God help us all. Well, I'm sure the scene was something like that. Folsom Street. Uh, yeah. Event. Yeah.
1: Uh, Johnny Quickdraw Matt, what if your wife was destroying the other woman in a fight? Would you intervene to help the other woman, or just watch and smile proudly? Especially when she's pre- third trimester pregnancy too.
0: I just the thing is, I I, I don't want to risk her harm in that way. You know, I just rather have her protected. But I. If she picked the fight, I don't feel like I'm justified in going and beating the shit out of some other chick. So I That'd just be so funny, though, even if she was winning the fight, you know, all it takes is for someone to get like a weird jab to the eye or some weird. And then you kill her. Yeah. I, I just don't want to risk some freak injury.
1: Yeah. Um. Robin says, I'd like to share some age old wisdom when you feel scared and frightened. Always remember times when you felt happy. Uh, when days are dark, always remember happy day. I, I read that a lot more uh, kindly than it was written. That was mm. difficult. It was written like an Asian man said it. Thank you for that. Um, Robin also said, Matt and I once made love. Ah, oh, screw it. Just take these shackles. Pip, pip, capital show, gov, and governess."
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Capital show, gov, and governess. Little do little says, love you. We love you too. And last one, Tim Hammond says, blonde, you guys do super chats from overseas. Are you worried your premise on companies doing mm. business overseas is affecting you? Seems ripe for abuse. I don't know. I don't worry about anything anymore except for what fakes of me are out there.
0: <laughs> that is true, though. That's a fair point. Like would um, accepting super chats from overseas open us up to the to the prior question, email question, would that open us up to um, potential assumption of as foreign agents or to be surveilled as foreign agents? Yeah, I, I think those are things that you'd have to um, you'd have to consider. And oh. would we sacrifice our rights because of that?
3: Mm.
0: something to think about but our brains are fried man so point taken um real quick uh trovo uh, the super shoe and rob bob casting spells appreciate it and uh over on d live three more supporting the show appreciate you as well and i think we're good on tippy stream but just let me check one more time and we'll call it a night Yeah, we are all set. So thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. It's much appreciated, as always. And um, we'll be back on Sunday, of course, to talk about all the week's events, including, I assume, whatever the hell's going on with Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin and all of that crap. My God, it's been uh, an embarrassment to watch. And the other thing that's been in the news this week that I found fascinating. Did you see the interview with Ashley Babbitt's husband? Oh, he is so
1: hot. Hmm. But yes, I saw it.
0: And they basically named the cop who shot her without naming him. So I was looking in. Well, they said bit.
1: that he um had left a gun in a bathroom. I was like, you yeah. have to be able to figure. Is he black?
0: Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll catch up then.